of wrestling podcast the podcast where comedians and dissect wrestling do it on healthy degree oh i'm your host the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling and a stand-up special all about professional wrestling that you can watch right now at adultwrestlingfan.com Dan Black, a.k.a. Dunsky, Black Amora, a.k.a. Tanakatu Tony, the Patreon Don, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling, Donnie Wrestling, a.k.a. Donnie Capri from that time I went to Italy, a.k.a. the modern day goof, Like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, gabba, gay. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, this girl, she's mine. And, uh, uh, uh. <coughs> <Damn>. <coughs> she's fine. <laughs> I've been here for twelve years. Absolutely, what up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy listening reactions. Reactions. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I got to tell you, I am deep, deep in the spice zone today, and we haven't started. Uh, hold on. Let's, get, let's just kick it off with a bang right away. Oh, what flavor is that? Lime, duh. <laughs> Oh, absolutely delicious and nutritious. LaCroix, zero across the board on nutrition. Check the label. Doesn't make any sense. It has flavor, but no ingredients. Hey, everybody. Look, welcome to the Comedian to Wrestling. If you don't feel welcomed already, well, we're three minutes in. This is ridiculous. What is this show? I I, I don't know. Hey, okay, I'm trying to do the intro. Look, Rock, back off. Everybody, remember, we are a grassroots podcast. If you love this podcast, support it. And one quick way, the fastest way to support this podcast, the freest way to support this podcast is by opening up your Apple phone, going right in Apple Podcasts, scrolling down when you get into Cal, and just clicking on five stars, writing a quick review. This podcast rocks. That's it. We right now have 200 reviews. That's it. Only 200. It's ridiculous. I'm trying to get 1,000 by WrestleMania. I know that's possible. There's enough jabroniacs out there to do it. Hey, and for those of you who go the extra mile, the patrons of the show, remember, uh, we have a Patreon. If you love this show and you want to support the show and you want more of this show, go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Check out all of our bonus episodes. We got an episode with Nicole Byer up there right now. We got an episode with Colt Cabana up there right now. I mean, this is some of the spiciest bonus content on all of the internet, baby, baby. Now, listen, the, today, our bonus episode coming out is a one of our famous movie dissection episodes where we dissect the movie Final Score starring Batista. How many moves will we give this show? Okay. No, no, the moves don't start until the bonus episode. Okay. Hey. Uh, 
man, a lot to. Hey, you know what? Before I plug this next thing, let's introduce the man of the hour, the man in the room. No, no Leo Rush is not here. Not Leo Rush, but uh, to my front, the nasty one in studio. Newman Hagen. <laughs> it is Alex Newman Hagen. <laughs> How about it? Wow. You're doing a Boogenhagen. How about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I could probably get higher. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. How about it? <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Absolutely. It's the smoker's lungs. How? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we, we edited it out, but he coughed for four minutes straight <laughs> right after that. <laughs> He's got that disgusting smoker's cough. It is disgusting. Absolutely. Coming at you. Hey. Oh, no. Hey, no. Oh, no, 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 not yet. He's not dead not yet. yet. He's not dead not yet. yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Soon, hopefully, but not yet. Hey. All right, everybody. Relax. What are you, my mother-in-law? Okay, no, look. <laughs> okay, all right, full drive time. Before you know it, I'm going to start talking about the weather on the tents. Okay, look. <laughs> hey, well, uh, hey, hey, everybody. <laughs> everybody coming at you right now, sexy boys. Oh, my God, my God. Have you noticed that yeah. you know, there's, a, there's the sensational Sherry version of that song, too? There's yeah. one where she's singing. No, I don't know. I've never yeah. heard that. That's amazing. There's one where she's singing, and it's all about wow. like, he's my boy toy, not uh, your. He's just a sexy boy. He's my boy toy. Oh my god, yeah, that yeah. exists. Yeah. Wow. In I like ninety two. Stat. Yeah. That I. I, I mean, wow. I, I, I've never heard that. Yeah. Anyway, I got a big announcement to plug here. Okay. Uh. Uh. Big thing. After your, uh, you've already rated the show five stars. Okay. Um. Calmania. I've oh, been yeah. talking a lot about Calmania. Calmania is coming up. It is announced fully Saturday, April 6th, 4 p.m. at Improv Asylum, formerly UCB Chelsea. We will be having Calmania. Uh, it's going to be an amazing uh, live podcast variety show. We're going to have maybe maybe some wrestling. Who knows what's going to be going on there. We're going to have awesome special guests. Dolph Ziggler will be at the show. Wow. More uh, 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 Skylar Aston should be at the show. Finalizing all that card is always subject subject to change. But regardless, it's going to be an amazing way. Six blocks away from MSG if you're going to the ROH show. I know we're planning to go. But here's the big announcement is that Calmania, which are you feeling the Calmania vibes? Yeah, it's running wild. Absolutely. Calmania, it's, it's running wild. The tickets are available right now. Okay, a couple ways. I'm going to post a link in the Communities of Wrestling Facebook page, Facebook page, uh, you know, wrestling page, we talk about wrestling First at four, four in the morning. morning. But Communities of Wrestling Podcast Facebook page, it'll be on our Instagram, OutCowPodcast. Uh, it'll be on my personal Instagram, at DamnLagAttack. We're going to post the links everywhere. Uh, uh, but if you want to, if you're a guy who needs the link right here, uh, you can go check out ImprovAsylum.com. Check out their events page uh, uh, for NYC. And also, we made a tiny URL, uh, which is tiny. .cc slash cowmania, okay? Tiny.cc slash cowmania. But there's tons of links. You can find it. Uh, those tickets are on sale right now. Uh, they're a little bit cheaper. If you buy them, uh, uh, you save five bucks per ticket if you get them before That's huge. The, getting them at the door. And they might also sell out. Um, Going to be a great show. Cowmania weekend. And uh, yeah, got an awesome, awesome show lined up for you guys. And uh Hopefully, I mean, I haven't heard from Adam Letterman, but you guys know, ex-sponsor of the show, I challenged him to a match for the Cow title, which I'm hoping to reclaim uh, at Cowmania, and uh, hopefully he answers the call. He I'm probably, hoping he will. He probably didn't hear the call over the whirring of his CPAP machine. Yeah. 
And I'm hoping that he gets a call. I'm looking to wrestle Adam Letterman at at uh, Calmini. What's oh. that? Oh my god! My oh. my, pa- my parents Wait, are here. My dad and my mom just walked in the studio. That's right. Hey, Mister Black. We're worried about you. Oh my god! I mean, it's well, so good to see you. What's with this Calmania? Huh? What's going on with you with Cal-mania. Letterman there? What's wrong with Calmania? Letterman? Yeah, Calmania, April sixth. We don't no. want you to you do got, this. No. We don't want you to fight no him. No Letterman You're gonna get stuff. Hurt. Enough with Letterman, okay? No, le- I really don't no. want you to have this match. Have your mania, but not with Letterman. Okay, listen. You wait, keep wait. out of this. Okay, look. look it's hard look. to I watch. I don't care you about the title. Kicked. Look what happened last time. Right, you guys, you're both talking over each other. It's insanity. What, you just barged in? You flew in from New York? Do you realize what Letterman did? That's right. You wouldn't answer our never, calls. Can I say something about you, Sherry? My, no. my mother's name is Sherry. You're talking about sensational. Sherry, this is unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you, you, I, I've I never. I had to nurse you back I after ne- what Letterman did to you. I've never seen you this far up, ever. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, you're not doing this. I'm going to Calmadia, making incredible. sure this doesn't. I'm not this, bringing you to the hospital again. This doesn't happen. It took two of us to get you to the hospital. Yeah, no, li- okay, look. My, I no, understand. I'm sorry. That's Listen. right, we flew in. First off, I know, uh, uh, can I just say... That you don't I, answer our calls, that's it. Well, all right, I'm busy here, I'm doing this up. Uh, all right, look, uh, uh, thank you for coming. It's so good to see you. This is unbelievable. You threw 3,000 3, miles. You me. I'm gonna listen. I'll get you a replica, a new replica belt. Don't uh, spray worry, we'll get you, you a title. No, listen. Okay, well, like, let's jump I right got into the, it. In the garage at home, I got black paint. I can paint one for you. I get it on shopzone.com. Let, let him keep it. Stick to the comedy. You're well, much better at the comedy. Absolutely. You are great no, at SummerSlam weekend. Uh, weekend. No more. <laughs> listen. Okay. And right. we're off of Lacroix, you know. You're not drinking LaCroix? No, we're done. Why? Because. (laughs) It's a protest. Okay. I mean, okay. Can I talk to you for a second? Seriously? What do you have to say? All right. Well, it's nice sentiment of you guys. I I, I understand all your points. You're saying you want me to get, you'll buy me a title. That's not what it's about. The cow title represents, I've said this a million times, and you've listened to the podcast. You're both patrons of this podcast. You know, you've heard it a million times. It's not about the thing. It's about what it represents. The cow title was a turning point in this podcast about where this podcast is now and where the cow movement is, the adult wrestling fan movement. Like that, that, it's all summed up in that title, which is like someone can't just come in here and take away what we're trying to build here. I'll call Letterman, okay? I'll get you the title back. If I'm going to do anything, you know this guy's fucking crazy. I want you to stay away from him. I can take a beating. Who a knows f- what this guy will do to you? I, I, I think he might hit I'll an call, elder lady. I'll call his mother. No. I, all right. We're not kids in high school anymore. I think you always... You know, that's the thing about you, mother. You always think that you can just call people's mother. I'm 35 years old. You can't call people's parents. They're adults. Uh, you're right. not 35. Uh, I'm 35. I, no. Well, you're a lot older. No, right. <laughs> I think you might be 65. And I look. I'm 30. I'm 35. All right. Hey, listen, listen, I'm not dragging you we're to just, the hospital we're worried. again. Okay. Which one of you should I speak to? Okay. Listen. We are a team. I have to do what I have to do as a man. We're your parents. But don't you want me to grow as a man? I mean, you've invested in me. Uh, and right now, don't you want me to stand up for the things I believe in? This man t- took in here. He can't, it you took see, us I, long enough. Be a comedian. We already believe in that. He smacks no you down. No wrestling. No smackdowns. He smacks you down. You're gonna. You're not going to grow at all. You're not even listening. Okay. Okay. Now you're making jokes now. It's unbelievable. 
You're not, you're not even listening to me. Could, could you listen to me? It's fine. You t- listen. I understand the microphone's getting in front of you. We're and- telling you what we want. We want no fighting with Letterman. We will be there at Calmania to make sure this doesn't happen. Okay? No, I'm it's happening. I'm your mother. If he will, if he, if, first off, he didn't answer the challenge. And who knows if he will? I guess he listened to me then. No, he's, well, may, may, I don't know, maybe. Look, I understand. I appreciate the sentiment. I appreciate you're coming in here and you're telling me not to do it. But this is what I'm doing as a man, as an adult, and an adult wrestling fan. I have this community. I stand for more than just uh, comedy. Sometimes things in life are serious. That title means a lot to me. It means a lot to this podcast. And I'm going to take it back. And I don't want to be pushed around. I didn't like getting pushed around in corporate America when I was an accountant. And I don't like getting pushed around in my creative space. This is my safe space. And this guy came in and he wanted to do a nice thing for us. My ex-friend. And then he came in and he started pushing everybody. Pushing the buttons. Bringing that stupid corporate shit that I left in my past in here where, oh, I could boss around Newman. I could boss around Enosh. I own them because I'm the sponsor. No, that gone and then he took the title and he went too far he knew he had the law and the dollar signs on his side sometimes it's about more than money it's about it's about what's it about dan it's just about what's right that's what it's about it's not about ego it's about what's right and the right thing for me to do is to get that title back but you don't have to be worried because i'm gonna be ready i'm ready for this i'm guy. worried I'm training. and we'll be there to protect you dan okay okay i mean i hope you don't don't get involved i don't want you involved, involved. in the match no you come if you want to come to the show it's fine you come to the show you get to i'll get you tickets but you sit in the crowd and you watch it and you don't don't i don't want you involved in this match or anything all right? If it happens. I mean, he's not even answering. And you're, you're just going to... Oh, we will be there to protect you. Newman, what, 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 what happened what? the last time is not going to happen again. Newman, what, and I mean, what, let what? him in. If you're listening, watch out. Keep away. Well, we know he's listening. What's up? What's up? I mean, what do I do about this? This is ridiculous. What I would mean, you do in this scenario? Sometimes, right? I mean, if your parents told you not to do something, you know how much this means to me. Sometimes you have to... I mean, on one hand, they did fly 3,000 miles. Yeah. And so I think that has some, there's some gravity there that I think should be at least acknowledged. Um, on the other hand, I know that the quickest way to get me to do something is to tell me not to do it. Yeah. So I, I you know, I, I, I see where, while good intentioned, it's unbelievable. This to, might be, it, you know, backfiring. The, absolutely, I completely agree. Yeah. Because it's happening. There's nothing you can do about it if he accepts the challenge. And, uh, you know, and I'm going to do what I got to do to make that happen. And But the, the, the love and the sentiment is here. The fact that we fly all the way out here. And uh, uh, it, it means a lot to me. But we got to move on the show. Okay, people, Dan. People well, listen to this podcast for wrestling recaps. Well, stuff, listen. You know, well, Dan, Dan. Oh, I get it. But don't worry. We'll be at Calmania. Dan, I, I, I feel really, right. real. I just got an announcement to make. I feel really bad about this. You losing your... Your title belt yeah. to that evil man. Yeah. Getting hit on the head with the the, ga- the, the big stick. Yeah, it's a gavel. Whatever it's an oversized the, gavel. The gavel. Weapon of choice as a lawyer. And, you yeah. know, you're doing such a great job, you guys. You didn't get an Emmy. No. You didn't get an Oscar. No. You right. didn't get a Grammy. No. So I think you deserve... A cow me. Wow. <laughs> That's oh the best thing God. I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my God. My dad just gave me. It's a it's a cow. It's a, a stuffed cow, which we'll post. We will post this is on the Facebook page, and it's a picture. Else. It's a my face in the cow, and it has the cow title on it. Wow! It's a cow me. It's. <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. But when you think about it, thank you for this gift. 
Imagine this without the title, which is what I am right now. I'm a guy wearing the title on my shirt. I don't even have the title. Well, you got the uh, title the now. The inmates are running the fucking asylum here. It's time for me to take it back. But thanks for coming here. And Richie, I, I mean, you want to talk about wrestling? You're here, right? I could talk about wrestling. I mean, while you're here. <laughs> You've been watching, Is that what right? this is about? This is about wrestling? Yeah. I didn't even know. From oh time to time, God. yeah. This is unbelievable. Uh, well, anyway, uh, 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 we're going to move on with the show, but I guess my parents will just be here uh, great. in studio. Hey, Sherry, you have something to say? I'll leave, Dad. I've got things to do, okay? <laughs> okay. You're not going to go I'll after- I'll see you soon. All right. Wait a minute. You're not going to go after Letterman right now, are you? No, she's going to go no. after sushi. Oh, good. <laughs> You're to, going out for sushi with who? To the spa. I'm in LA and then out for sushi with Jamie. Korean spa? You're going out to sushi with my wife. Did she know you were coming? I had no idea. Wow. Wives always know. Oh, my God. Maybe she, maybe she doesn't want me to- all, right, all right. Look, guys. This podcast- Listen, for the new <laughs> listeners, I just want to tell you this is a professional wrestling podcast. Sometimes it goes off the rails. Sometimes my parents show up. I mean, I guess that never happens, but- uh, <laughs> We're back at you, baby. Coming at you. News on the fives. Weather on the tents. Everybody, Sammy Safe Deep Song. Coming at you. Hey, let's go. <laughs> anyway, wow. All right, let's get let's get into this podcast. All right, what do you say? All right, all right. Hey, uh, remember you can pick up some of our t-shirts prowrestlingtees.com slash comedians and wrestling I just want to say one last announcement which is uh, we have all of our awesome official cow t-shirts on there and I'm going to put up a new t-shirt Monday on the oh, road wow. to Calmania whether my parents like it or not Calmania is happening is paved with merch and we got an awesome design designed by a jabroniac mm. one of the listeners uh, uh, of the show designed it and I'm going to post that up on Monday on ProWrestlingTees.com uh, and you can pick up the new cow title t-shirt uh, which I'm rocking right now it's pretty dope yeah, right. it's great man a lot to cover in this tremendously uh, a week of wrestling I did not expect to have this much written down yeah okay yeah. let's let's get into it so alright I think uh I think the uh, the first thing that I, I mean I, these I think all of my top three things here of all equal weight on what to start with, but where I want to begin is with uh, Mr. Kofi Kingston. Okay, so Newman, yeah, what do you? I mean, how do you feel about this week in Kofi Kingston? Like, I, I just hope that they pull the trigger and give us what we want. Um, I don't think he's going to win it at Fastlane, yeah. but I think he should. He it should be him, and and he shouldn't win at Fastlane, no, right? No, of course not. Um, I don't even. It's tough because I love Daniel Bryan now as the champion, um, so I almost don't want him to lose it. Yeah, but Kofi Kingston is just so good. Yeah, so I and mean, so ready. Yeah, I mean, already, I mean, you know, the guy's a veteran. Yeah. It's funny to think that Kofi's like a veteran. He doesn't feel like a veteran, but he's been wrestling in the company for 11 years, right. you know? Uh, and uh, uh, Is that, I thought it would maybe be longer. I think that's what they said. It was 11, but yeah. whatever. But listen, the fucking, the crazy thing about Kofi Kingston is, uh, oh man, is a couple things. First thing is that, like, it's, it, it's, this is the magic moments in wrestling that you can't describe to anybody. Right. You know, that like those organic moments that come out of nowhere where a wrestler is just on fire. It's like what's happening with Becky Lynch, right? Because right? I have been trying to think about how do I describe, because if you turn on the TV, you see the man, Becky Lynch, the most over wrestler 
by far in the company, right? Right. Richie, you were telling me about the man. You're in the room here. You love the man. Great. Becky Lynch. Yeah, Becky. But if you had to say, why is this person so popular? Mm-hmm. It's not that easy to describe, really. Like, you could say, oh, she got punched and she was bleeding, and they'd be like, okay, and? Right. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I'm thinking right in terms of, like, how do you describe those moments? That is what is so great as a fan. It's like, well, when a moment happens and the timing is right, it's even hard to fucking describe. Mm-hmm. That's what makes wrestling so dope. And this Kofi thing is, like, one of these things where Kofi Kingston was literally, like, this is a moment where it's like, that the girl you you love all along was right in front of you the whole time, right? Right, like right. she was like your the girl that you the girl next was door, just yeah. a friend, your friend zone person. And you're yeah. like, yeah, Kofi Kingston. Even when we talked about New Day, can we be like, oh, New Day needs to like spice it up? I was like, oh, push Big E. Like right. I didn't even register Kofi Kingston as a heavyweight guy, and I, I I'm not really sure why. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's reasons to think He's why. Cool. What? He's really cool looking. I said to you, that guy's really cool. They're gonna make him something because he's he's I, got it. He's got it like Becky, the the man. These are fan friendly wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, to- I mean, yeah. absolutely. The New Day are like thirteen years, by the way. Thirteen, right? Okay, yeah. but they were saying something about eleven because then they're like eleven years. That's more than ten. Like they did a yeah, whole right, thing. Yeah. But maybe they were saying well, two thousand six is when he signed his developmental. So I'm just right. going to say 13, but yeah, 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 maybe yeah. he hit the main roster at all. I have been here for 12 years! Yeah, we know, we you. know. It's not about you. Um, but, like, you know what I'm saying with Kofi? It's like, yeah, awesome. And when those moments happen, it's like, it's push these guys. And I think that is, I think that is one of those things that, I, I, it's one of these things that as writers, it's like, you, you could jump on it and say, oh, this should happen more or something. They got to push the guy. More. But it really is, it really is like, uh, 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 it really eludes booking or whatever. Like, yeah. it really is nothing. They could never do this. Mustafa Ali got hurt, then they put Kofi in, and there's, it's the same thing. There was a, mo- the other moment that happened like this was Jinder Mahal. Remember, like, when they had, like, that, it was like, uh, the match for number one contender, and you're like, oh, why don't we right. have num- Jinder Mahal wins this? Right. And then he, che- he had the Singh brothers cheat for him. I think it was the first appearance of the Singh brothers uh-huh. was them like holding Randy Orton's foot. I think. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. like, and then he won. And you're like, yeah, push this guy. Like it's so. Uh, 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 uh. But when you have that kind of, you have that like lightning in a bottle. You gotta ride it. Yeah, and I would even it's it, the new day is interesting because they're all three of them are so loved by everybody right. to the point where they're almost taken for granted. And I think that that's why when all of a sudden it's like, oh, one of these guys could be getting a push. Right. It's like, it just makes sense and we love, we respond right. to it because it's like we've been underrating them because they've, they're so consistently good that it's like, oh yeah, they're the new day. But you forget. Well, so absolutely. But also it's because of the way WWE runs as a company, which is if you're, if you, you get almost uh, punished for being good right. because they're like, if we can have you out there and not involve titles, right. like we can, you can bang out a 30 minute segment, right? Right. A live segment, be entertaining. Everybody love you. You're selling merch and we don't have to push you because so many guys rely on the title for the push right you get punished for that yeah you know what i mean but forever on this podcast we've been saying like these guys need a push and you know the other thing about these guys that i got like i want to say emotional about is that they i they're such good friends Mm -hmm. that when i saw that fuck i really wish maybe it was jim Cornette. 
I really wish I remember who it was who had the conversation about why you shouldn't break up the new day. Yeah. You remember that? We talked about it last week. Yeah. I, uh, well, cause after, after, um, the chamber, yeah. I, I put on the Facebook group in the, in the conversation, I was like, yeah. you know what? Yeah. They should never break the new day up. Right. It's but so, uh, yeah. I never said break them up, right. but they were like, why not throw a singles title on one of them? Oh, right. And they're like, because then it starts getting weird with the merch. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm the one selling the merch. Right. But I, uh, uh, and, and then it's like, oh, well, but, you know, like any boy band, anything, right? Like when, oh, uh, you know, I just watched a terrible movie called Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. And uh, in that, it's just like Freddie Mercury's getting all the deals, you know? What, you get pulled in a certain way monetarily. If right. Biggie's like sit, uh, starts doing the five count again and it gets over big, he's like, I'm, guys, I want to have a five count shirt. You know, I want to start having my own gear. And then it's like, well, we're wearing the New Day gear. You right. know, because if you think about it, Kofi Kingston is in the Elimination Chamber as a singles title run, rocking the full New Day gear. Right. Right? He's like rocking in the team gear. It does look a little like, it, it doesn't look weird, but it is like, the look of it is is like, uh, I'm like doesn't feel heavyweight. It feels tag. Hmm. You know? But, uh, but I'm like, these guys are such good friends and care about each other so well from my perceived perception. I obviously don't know them as guys. Right. And they also seem to have a real respect for the veteran of the group, which is Kofi, where I actually think they could pull this off and be fine. Same. And I think they could be okay where Kofi is the champion and Kofi's like, yeah, we're still selling New Day merch. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. And we're going to, it's going to be all of us on a unicorn with the title. <laughs> and we're still going to split that merch. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. It's just like this, this business can be a little dog, you know, can be a little like Wild Westy where you see that. But. Man, these guys, I think, are breaking uh, that mold. I mean, uh, 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 and also, once one of them, you see the power of, like, when Kofi Kingston is in that title picture now, and he does the, uh, uh, when he, I mean, right on SmackDown, their first uh, uh, appearance was extending an olive branch. They extend, <laughs> extended a pancake branch. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. That, these guys are so funny. Yeah. It's ridiculous. He extended the pancake branch, and then... That wasn't even then for no reason. Xavier <laughs> is just holding Big E. Yeah, the entire segment. Yeah, like a, which a is so two hundred fifty pound man doing like bit shows and stuff. You know that like you could tell that that was like a thing where they were like right before they went on camera. Xavier was like, "I should probably hold you." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah but so the thing was that so then they like they're cutting a promo on SmackDown and they're you know uh, they they they. they um, the, the beauty of... Uh, all right, I have two different points. Okay. I'm so fired up. Yeah. Let me take a LaCroix sip. Calm down. LaCroix break. <sighs> what flavor is that still? <laughs> nah, okay, Rock. All right, so look. Uh, it's, uh, it's lime. Duh. Okay. <laughs> what do you I think? It's lime. lime. Duh. Um, <laughs> now I lost my points. No, but when they did that segment where uh, if you see how, how great they are as performers, they, they really epitomize like what I love about pro wrestling. Like When my dad is like, uh, uh, if anytime I turn it on, there's there's some guys that are like big where you turn on and be like, hey, trust me, he's good. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. Just trust me. He's good. He's not going to do anything impressive or whatever, <laughs> but he, yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Uh, 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 but if, like New Day, you could show to anybody and they're going to be like, oh, these guys rock. Yeah. Like, right? Literally, they rock. Right. Which, ooh, did you see that? I, said they, I called them 
that they rock oh, organically. Yeah. I said they rock, right. which happens with AJ. AJ yeah. Right? You go, I accidentally, he's phenomenal. Right. I'm like, New Day, they just rock. Phenomenal. Uh, phenomenal. But when they literally like broke out and then you realize they're in Gorilla and Big E's going to announce them. Yeah. And you remember, oh, they do that live every single time. Yeah. And then the blocking of it was like, all right. Biggie grabs a microphone, and then they have the zoom in on 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 Biggie Langston, and then you see the two guys. Fly, uh, 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 Xavier grabs the fucking uh, trombone, yeah, and then Kofi out. It almost seemed like out of nowhere, in one swoop, has a full plate of pancakes, <laughs> like he's a waiter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're ready to go out, and you're like, this is so fun. Yeah. Plus. Plus, Kofi can wrestle in a way where you're invested in it like they're not a comedy act. Right. Which is what the Young Bucks do. Right? Like, the Young Bucks are, like, hilarious, but then their wrestling is so hard that you take it seriously. Right. You know what I mean? Like, the New Day tap which, into that energy, which WWE needs. It's also the right way to do a comedy act, whether it's a tag team or, or, or a singles guy. They need to be goofy on the outside and dead serious in the ring. Right. And so then they cut that promo after, which by the way, sometimes those are like WB.com exclusives and you're like, hey, you couldn't cut out like one, literally one minute of telling me how good Brock Lesnar is, which right. we don't need to sell me on at all. Right. They're literally showing Brock Lesnar's MMA. Uh, uh, it's like, everybody knows this guy is amazing. Right. Like, it's it's enough already. Yeah. He's literally dominant. He's beat everybody in the whole division. We don't need... They, literally, they I think on Raw, I wish I had clocked it in. It was probably 20 full minutes yeah. of just Brock Lesnar uh, uh, highlights. But they have that WWE.com exclusive. Uh, by the way, can you guys say W... Uh, oh, my mom left, but uh, 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 Richie, can you say WWE? Get the mic. WWE. Oh, but he, all right. You went for the, casually, is it tough? WWE? Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know if it's a Long Island thing. WWE. WWE. I can never do it. WWE. WWE. But anyway, they had that yeah. serious promo after where they literally were like all sitting there and being emotional and just talking about how much Kofi beats to them. It was like, and then the next second they're throwing pancakes. They're unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, WWE would be crazy to not push these guys. They'll sell even more merch. They've been over for how, how long? Six years. Uh, uh, yeah. That pancake gimmick is yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. What do you I, think about New Day when you see New Day, Richie, as the I, casual fan? I think they're, they're hilarious. I think they're the colorful. I love their outfits. I love the the pancake thing. Yeah. <laughs> that was, they're just, and that guy, he's got the cool hair going. Yeah, Kofi Kingston. Kobe Kofi Kingston, by the way, does have a uh, he. I love that he shaves. He's got like a zero. Yeah. Up until dreads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very cool. I like that he wears a crop top. I love that he rocks a crop top. <laughs> Did you see what Ronda wore this week? Yeah, her Which, Sonya well, Blade gear. Well, no, that was on Extreme Rules. Oh, right. That was on the uh, uh, elimination. Yeah. Well, on Monday, no. she wore. Just like a or, little I mean, I regular little lemon top and bottom or whatever, uh -huh. but then a t-shirt that was like it. It was a vest t-shirt that was like maybe three inches long like just along the back oh. i don't even know how to describe what it was yeah it like was a shoulder a, shirt a completely unnecessary item yeah like she was hiding a fucking melatonin what's what do you call it like Mel a sun, melanoma like a, a melanoma like it was like well, what is that for like yeah. a, the most unnecessary shawl was it just like uh it was just like around the shoulders maybe it said like mortal Kombat on it or yeah. something right like it's some kind of plug yeah i don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, boy, oh boy, am I a Ronda Rousey mark. We got to cash in about 
Kofi Kingston, which Anosh labeled Coffee Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> Cash in about Coffee Coffee Kingston. I just go based on the Google Translate. <laughs> coffee Kingston. Because it types it out in transcript. It's fine. It's fine. What's up, Jabroni X? This is the Moose here. I'm actually going to cash in real quick. Is the Moose? Uh, it's the Moose. I just want to talk about the Elimination Chamber and how Kofi Kingston... Gave me fucking goosebumps of how amazing that whole end set end part of the match was. I didn't expect Kofi Kingston to be that to be the final two. Um, and I I flip flopped twice. I you know I flip flopped twice. I thought he was gonna lose, obviously. And then I thought he was gonna win. And then, man, when he said it's my time after shoving Dan Bryan in the cage and the, the fucking fencing shit, like. Holy fuck, bro. I got goosebumps. <laughs> I was thinking that edible I popped like an hour earlier. But... <laughs> Damn, what a fucking match. So emotional. What a great match. Uh, y'all take it easy, Jaboniacs. Cheers up. Cheers, Cheers up. up. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Damn. I love when you guys try to describe your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, did you ever see that the video of the yeah. surfer like on the news talking about like him taking a wave? Oh, he's, like, he's like, you drop, drop into the, the you drop into the pipe, you're like, bah! Drop into the you come in, pitted, you dude, come pitted, come out like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway. Um, uh, I should have known better, dude. Uh, um, okay, so yeah, I mean, so we call, yeah, absolutely. Kofi is amazing. He's amazing. He's a veteran. It's it really is his time. Yeah, it is beautiful. But on the other hand, Daniel Bryan is firing on all cylinders. Yeah, Richie, you texted me one day last week, and you said that you think Daniel Bryan's cool, right? Yeah, what, he's, what, what, he's real cool. He's he's got his own look. He's kind of odd looking, kind of funny looking. Yeah, but he's cool. He's just got it, and he's got this vibe with the the uh, environment thing and the, the <laughs> hemp belt, and the, and he's just and he talks to the audience. Uh, and you know, wrestling is evolving. I mean, you've gotten away from your. I mean, just think about the guys who are no longer big deals, like um, any of them that were number. Uh, after The Rock, I'm talking about the guys that are starting to fade out, and you've replaced them seamlessly with right. these guys. Like John Cena, Batista, Edge. And these guys are gone, and these are giants, and they've gotten these great people like Daniel and Kofi and Alistair Black and Ricochet, who's unbelievable. Yeah. And and Ronda. And, you love Ronda. And, and the man... So you've been watching wrestling for a long time, Rich. Uh, That's for sure. If you okay, so if you had seen a guy like Ricochet back in the day, do you think he would stack up well against like the likes of like the like Bruno San Martino and like those guys? Well, I did see a guy like that in in, his, in my day. Oh yeah, and his name was Apollo. Okay, and he was the. That's what Ricochet reminds me of. He was a barefooted wrestler. He mm -hmm. would do all those flips, and he was one of my favorites. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think. People even know who he was. But yeah, he was sound familiar. He was. You got to look him up because yeah. he was big, and uh, he would do all the, the, the ricochet. He might even tell you he's uh, followed him because right. I don't. I don't know if he was as athletic as Ricochet. You know, the athletes today are they're super athletes. They're unbelievable. Yeah, like this. The way this guy flips and and the dangerous things he actually does, like nothing. Yeah, is 
it's something to behold. Yeah, he's one of my favorites is to like when it um, have to be. Yeah, I when, can't imagine somebody would say, "Oh, I don't like him." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are people. There are people and who don't I, like the flips. I just can't imagine he's gonna like, uh, you know, give a kick to Brock Lesnar and hurt him. Uh, right. Brock Lesnar is like an animal. Yeah, Brock Lesnar is such a problem now because of, because all all of the upcoming talent are pretty small in comparison. Yeah. The only guy, and I was having a whole debate with this at Shebs, the only guy coming up who could stand toe-to-toe with Brock Lesnar and not look insane is like Matt Riddle, right? Right. And even Matt Riddle it fought at 170 in UFC. He's right. fighting welterweight and middleweight, like 170, 185. You know? I mean, he might he's like 6'2", but... Brock Lesnar's fighting heavyweight at the cap. Right. You know, he's fight he's he was fighting Super heavyweight. 265 yeah. and he was cutting to 265 in UFC. Yeah. You know, uh <laughs> Have you ever seen his parents, Brock Lesnar? No. They look like Hank and Peggy Hill. Really? Yeah. They don't they're like the most <laughs> average looking people. Well, if you look at <laughs> if you look at Brock Lesnar uh uh in those uh in those celebrations of Brock Lesnar on Raw that were just so long and yeah. really went the whole show because he won't show up. Uh, and because of that, we only... What do we get in Seth? We get a just a backstage vignette with Dean Ambrose. Uh, that's it. But uh, Brock is uh, is like kind of tiny in high school. And he says that in his book. Shebs actually, back to Shebs, was like, he, wa- he read the he read Brock Lesnar's book, like Death Clutch or whatever. Death Clutch. And said like in it... He, I think one time on the podcast, Shebs brought up a thing. Where he was like, actually, it's a really intriguing story about Brock. Is that when he was younger, he was smaller, and now he's bigger. And like, is what? that interesting? <laughs> that was the whole thing he brought up, and then he was like, you know what? That's not interesting. Yeah, yeah. But if you see the in those vignettes, he's not even close to guy. He doesn't look like a guy who's gonna be three hundred pounds. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's interesting is that when I was born, I weighed nine pounds, and now yeah, yeah, yeah. I weigh one hundred eighty. I know. <laughs> I know. I fell into that. It's crazy. But, um, all right, I want to go back to where we were at with Daniel Bryan and uh, 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 Kofi Kingston, uh, and um, uh, and by the way, I recorded this off my TV because I just really enjoyed it. Eco-friendly WWE Championship. <laughs> it's just so funny to call the championship eco-friendly. eco-friendly. Yeah. <laughs> I really love it. It's so over the top that you wouldn't think it would ever happen. But Daniel Bryan is firing like on all cylinders. I mean, I'm so into what he's doing. Yeah. Um, he looks and he he, he, he is like a living, breathing gimmick. Like he really looks the part. He really every week looks like more and more of that annoying, sucked out. Fucking crunchy vegan <laughs> who like <laughs> slept with your girlfriend. You know what I mean? And then he's like, he's like "Hey, everyone's free, man. Free love, like, bro. Free love, dude. Free, free love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like that. But he's starting to be like really lean. Yeah. Like, at, at, like to the point where I'm like, he's probably not even eating animal because he's living the gimmick so hard. Yeah. That I, uh, uh, I'm really loving it. Plant I mean, based, plant based well, champion. That's the beauty of WWE now. It's what's what's making them successful right. is they're giving carte blanche to their characters. They're just doing, and that's what the world is now anyhow, so it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could do anything, and they're letting them do anything. And even and talking about the size, uh, if you know, like uh, there's a, you don't like football, but there's a, Spies it, yeah, there's a guy, who, five foot nine, <laughs> yeah. quarterback. Who sure. like they're all they're all like going after. It's like things have changed. It was right. never it was always six two, six three, six four, right. six five. But that's how the world well, is changing. Similar, I, and everything I hate, goes. I yeah. hate to talk about sports, but since you flew all this way and uh, <laughs> I'll put myself in the uh 
Your next stop, the Jabron Zone. I'll put myself in the Jabron Zone, but I will say is that I, I imagine as... Because uh, uh, listen, I was listening to... Oh, actually, this is a topic I forgot to write down that I would like to talk about. But uh, I was listening to Tony Khan, who, uh, oh, you right. know, the billionaire, the son of the billionaire who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars and now the president, let's call him, of AEW All Elite Wrestling. Um, uh, um, will that chant be like all oh, elite all, all, elite, wrestling. Anyway, and he was on uh, Talk is Jericho. Free plug for Talk is Jericho. Yeah. Uh, but, um, and he was saying how he owns a company that does like sports uh, statistics. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Where like he's Moneyball like, stuff? What? Like Moneyball type of stuff? I didn't see Moneyball, obviously. It was didn't interest me. It mm -hmm. just flat out didn't interest me. Uh, 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 but I, it's all about, I, it might be the same kind of thing, but he's like, all the pads in professional wrestlers now are chipped. Mm. You know, most teams do it now. Yeah. The, pads are chipped and they see the success of their plays based on the positions on the field and so the game my point is is that when you start bringing in that kind of technology right and the kind of athletic training that we're giving our wrestlers and our athletes now and the, the what we know about nutrition what we know about training you know what i'm saying i imagine physical like just uh X factor of natural ability is going away in re sports and in professional wrestling right. where uh, we're getting these things down to such a science that the person who works really hard can be almost elite level. Yeah. So I imagine if you're down a couple inches in height, but you got a great arm or you got great intuition and they got all these stats and they got all this technology, they could be in your ear. I don't think you need to be Tom Brady anymore yeah. to be amazing. It's Moneyball. Yeah, Moneyball. Is that like, what Moneyball is? Yeah, they like, it was about how, I forget what team it was, but they, instead Oakland. of, Oakland, Oakland, yeah. Oakland. Right. So instead of going after like athletes who were like studs, they looked at, they analyzed all their stats and they went, they, 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 they drafted a team based on stats alone and they were super successful. Well, it was all, it's, it's what sports is now. It's right. analytics. Yeah. It's hilarious that my, what I'm saying right now is about, this is about five years late, what I'm saying is what you're trying to say. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm so not keyed into sports that it takes me this long to catch up. Uh, yeah, but Moneyball, Moneyball, right? Moneyball yeah. is really was about, to It was about like yeah. not spending money right. on Got on on athletes right. who were overpriced. Yeah, it was it, it was very it was efficient way to win. Right, and that can be related to anything, yeah. including wrestling. Right. Well, I mean, it's it, it is like uh, 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 probably Vince. He's looking at he could look at a guy. Like, oh, wow, these young bucks, they really draw. They really make a lot of money. But he's like, I don't know. I have a lot of success with, like, Usos, and I pay them dirt, dirt. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, I, I gave these guys these whole career. You know, Cody broke out of that mold when you think about it. He was like, oh, I got Cody, whole group talent. I got this guy with the balls. He's not going to want to uh, veer. He's not going to have the courage to leave here. Right. You know what I mean? But then, uh, uh, but anyway. Daniel Bryan, the, just to go back. Daniel Bryan, by the way, talk about X Factor. I mean, so he, I mean, he, the guy looks like a million bucks. He's living the gimmick. Uh, he, I love how every time he's coming to the ring, most times he's coming out with a mic now yeah. to talk crap. But by the way, one little complaint what happened to change it? Oh, yeah. He dropped change it, which is so good. Yeah. Like, every time it gets. So well, maybe he'll bring it back. Yeah. But anyway, he's just saying fickle, but not change it. But when he's coming out to the ring, Daniel Bryan, uh, he, 
had a one moment in the elimination chamber that I took a picture of and oh. I had to go back and I, and I posted it and I, and I to me it reminded me of this Magneto cover that I couldn't find if anyone's a big comic book nerd you'll know there's a Magneto drawing that looks just like it where Daniel Bryan's in the corner and he's bent over with his hand out being like he's he's you know ready to pounce and he's like well waiting for Kofi to stand up so he could give him the flying knee you know and he if you pause it he looks so awesome yeah like it's like a superhero yeah you know Uh, and his, his literally it looks like Gandalf, like his beard and his hair are like in the wind yeah. in a way that you're like, man, this well, is just beautiful. That's the, that's like the, the thing, right? It's like the, the, the bridge from good to great yeah. is in the last like 0.1%. So mm-hmm. you have 99% of everything, but that last 1%. Is is what he has, which is like the little facial things and the way that he is, like posture, all the character stuff is that one percent that takes him into that next level. And I think that's what this podcast is about today. All right, and because yeah. guys, we're giving all these pods themes. No, but honestly, I really think that this is what this is because it's hard to describe. Like this Kofi thing. Right. You're like, what? They were so over. Why didn't they just push him before? Well, he's like, it would have felt pushed. Like Roman Reigns felt forced, right? right? He had, Roman Reigns has all the tools to be what he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he looks great. You feel his absence. You're like, who's the guy who's that size? Who's the power forward of WWE? We got tons of fucking, oh man, that's a sports. Wow. You guys, he's infected wow. now. Wow. You guys, I feel, oh my God. Wow, I mean, but all right, I'm running with this. Yeah, go for it. Right? You're running with the ball. Uh-oh. We got a lot of point guards. <laughs> we got a lot of sexy point guards at WB, right? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Ricochet is like a point guard. Right. And we got centers. You know what I mean? We got like Braun Strowman's. We got that. But who's like, the, like, who, who weighs, like, I think about it in UFC. That light heavyweight division, like the two hundred five guys, those were always the stars. You had like Ortiz and uh, and uh, Chuck Liddell, like those, right, uh, John Jones, like those. That was the like primo division at one point. Now it's the lighter guys, right. which maps perfectly to pro wrestling. Actually, uh, like one fifty five, people would argue was like the the, the, the best division. You know, uh, 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 and again, that'll be especially as guys know how to cut. They probably let way less and stuff. But like Roman Reigns fit perfectly that spot of the guy who. You Finn Balor could believably wrestle him, and Roman Reigns could believably uh, 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 Brock, Brock Lesnar could believably wrestle him. Right. Now we have this big discrepancy where even like Baron Corbin is like towering over all, all, all these other guys. Yeah, you know. Um, so, my, uh, 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 but the, it's all about. I'm saying this podcast is about like that X factor. It's about that one that that thing. It's like. Well, this Kofi thing couldn't be manufactured. Mustafa Ali, so many pieces had to go into play for the wrestling audience to know, like, this was basically not written and mm-hmm. or manufactured. It was real. Right. You know? And that happened with the Yes movement, right? Mm-hmm. Because it was like, well, they're not really pushing Daniel Bryan, and we got behind him, and it happened. That happened with, honestly, you could argue the... The, uh, some of the the women's evolution, some of that came from that like give divas a chance hashtag, and some of that, um, and it's it, this Kofi Kingston thing. Mustafa Ali got injured, randomly put in Kofi, a guy out of nowhere, and you're like, no, I love Kofi. What is this? Amazing. Okay, and then also Daniel Bryan working is like a little bit of like uh, it, it is so much about him, but then also on the flip side of it, it's like why didn't just calling up the NXT guys work? Right, you know what I'm saying, and we'll, we'll get into that in a second because I want to finish up with Kofi. So Daniel Bryan, the champion, 
you didn't want him to drop the title, right? Right. In the chamber? No, no. As no, much no. as you like wanted to win. What that that was one of the most perfectly booked matches definitely the entire time we've been doing this podcast. Yeah. I think that might be the best booked match I've seen them do. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was really fun. Everything from at the end, the new day all together, and 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 Kofi outlasting, and the moment where he's like, "It's my time." It right. was fucking beautiful. It was, it was art. It was a work of art. <laughs> yeah. Um. And but but Daniel Bryan retained, and Daniel Bryan looked awesome. He didn't cheat to do it or, or anything. Yeah. He he played his gimmick perfect, hanging up there. Another thing I love about Daniel Bryan, by the way, man, I'm spiced up today. <laughs> I'm in the spice song. I'm back in. Is uh, I love uh, that Daniel Bryan. Every time after a match, his skin is so pale, yeah. and he probably doesn't eat any meat, so he's got like missing like well, I don't know amino acids or yeah. whatever the fuck he's not getting. His skin is all bruised up. Yeah, you see that? Like he's because re- he's little. He's got low he iron. Yeah. He's got low iron. Right? Yeah. He's black and blue like crazy. Yeah, I said it was ironic that he his, looks unhealthy. His right? Chest. His chest got turned into hamburger. Yeah, absolutely. Which is ironic for him. <laughs> He looks unhealthy. Gaunt. Yeah, he like looks he like does. he looks like the pale rider. Like he <laughs> <laughs> like Shebs has a friend who's like a raw vegan. And uh-huh. this guy's like, like, dude, you gotta eat food. As opposed to Daniel Bryan, who is a SmackDown vegan. Yeah, yeah, there's a raw vegan. <laughs> oh, oh baby. Uh can I get a catch everybody? Uh we had two for Tuesdays and remember. What? Okay, all right. Anyway. <laughs> I, I bailed on it. I bailed on it. I had nothing. All I just say is numbers. Yeah. Two for Tuesday, five for Thursday. Hey, <laughs> coming at you. Two for two and one for one. Everybody, you know it's two for Tuesday, five for Friday, and Thursday, point five, six. Everybody, turn your dials up to 90 degrees because it's getting hot in here, baby. So everybody knows what to do and everybody knows how to feel. Anyway, baby, we got a song for you at the 3.5 latitude coming at you. 103.5. Feel alive. Alistair Black. Yeah, we have uh, to. The song rocks. I put my hands up on my feet. <laughs> I touch my head and then my toes. Yeah. I did the basic, but I, I, I drive to the gym for this a lot. This is. <laughs> Not good content. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally ruined it. I mean, that's not even an exaggeration. That is the music I listen to on a daily basis. Right. I listen to the band Incendiary, who does they do that song? Yes. Yeah. You can tell that like they hired a great band to make this song because it's a great song. Yeah. I I like the Baron Corbin song a lot, by the way, too. They're a band from Long Island. Really? Mm -hmm. What part? Suffolk, definitely. Oh, I don't know. Probably Levittown. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't know. No, there's no rock bands in Nassau County. All right, anyways. All right, but um okay, so all right, let's go back to Kofi for a second. And then I want to talk about uh NXT guys and and, and Richie. This is where I actually want to hear from you because you've been seeing these NXT guys. But so Kofi Kingston, he's got a title shot at Fastlane. They are talking actively about the hashtag Kofi Mania. Shane McMahon came out, acknowledged Kofi Kingston. Triple H came out, acknowledged Kofi Kingston's accomplishments. There's clearly a wave here. It seems to be, I don't know what the fuck plan was for Daniel Bryan this whole time. That's the wild thing about this is that uh, they've revealed nothing about, there's no leaks 
right? right? We knew they were going for Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins. Like we knew that. Right. We heard it. And then maybe it wouldn't happen, but it was like, ah, I heard that. Yeah, they were they were going for that. There's been no, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing. And we've been saying maybe Cena. We're trying to figure it out. Uh, PJ McCormick, I saw him in the lobby. He was saying uh, maybe it's Kevin Owens because Kevin Owens has been like bowling and stuff and talking about consumerism. But I, I didn't. No. And I, I, I don't also think they're bringing him back till after Mania. Yeah, I was just talking to PJ about it uh, as well. Uh, I also, I think though that these Daniel, or these uh, Kevin Owens vignettes right. are going to be a swerve. I think he's right. going to come back and, and be a heel? awful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Owens is just so good at being a heel. Yeah. Uh, I love Kevin Owens with the dead eyes. Um, yeah. So anyway, Kofi Kingston, like, so do you go Kofi, Daniel Bryan and Mania? Why not? You must. I think what you do at Fastlane is you introduce Luke Harper. Yep. Or introduce another intellectual peer for mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan, although I kind of like the two, just the two of them. And then have the New Day go toe-to-toe and make it, uh, uh, like, a blow it out. Yeah. Make it just like a fucking brawl. And then have New Day be dead serious from Fastlane to Mania. They could be real funny until that match, and that match gets them dead serious till Mania. Yeah. What's the, what's the, is it Tornado Tag where all, everybody is active? What's the? Uh, tornado is like, yeah, all, everyone's in they the They should ring. do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, but, but the Mania match, just have it with the, those guys outside. Yeah. Daniel Bryan. Versus, uh, and then, you know, fucking have it real fun. Everybody's involved in the match, right? Yeah, I mean. That's a great match. What yeah. other match is better if you, because now everybody, now we're in the fucking Daniel Bryan zone, ironically, where anyone you introduce, if, if John Cena comes out, he's going to get, they're going to boo him for Kofi. Right. And they don't need heel heat from anyone else. Mm-mm. They've already introduced Charlotte into the other m- match. So they, they have no choice. This right. is I expect this match at Mania, which is why I, they're not going to do it. Because <laughs> what other, what other match could Daniel Bryan have? I can't even see it. Batista, imagine they bring back Batista. It's the same thing that happened last time. They booed the fuck out of Batista Boo. because he it, he took Daniel Bryan's spot. He's Daniel Dave Batista's going to come back and take Kofi's spot. Yeah, and switch. It's not going to work. Yeah, they have no choice. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't even matter. It's not a main event. It's going to be in mid card anyway. Right. It's going to be the Shinsuke AJ spot. Why not do it? Yeah. 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 It'll. Uh, God. And also too, just on paper. Like that's what I worry about. Though is it seems like they, if there's a they, I think the WWE sometimes mistakes logical story moves for, um, for being like too obvious and they're like oh people are going to expect that so we're not going to do it it's like no do that thing the story is written you know what I mean like uh, New Day is the epitome of consumerism Daniel Bryan is anti-consumerism it needs to happen yeah anyway so we'll see where this goes exciting week for uh, Mr. Kofi Kingston alright now we gotta get to the second uh, hottest topic of the week uh, uh, a hot topic, if you will. Uh, which, by the way, is n- on this podcast, not a joke store. And this podcast is a place to get quality merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a place where you can pick up merch. Which, by the way, um, let's talk about merch for a second. Because uh, did you see that New Day shirt? Yeah, I love it. I got to get that. And shouts to whoever that was that found it and posted it uh, in the discussion. It's like from like a European um, footlocker store. It's not on the. It's not on the. I couldn't find it. Yeah, go back to the thing or post in the group. They'll, they'll, right. That, that person will. Hook it's you a up. TLC, the crazy, sexy, cool poster. Yeah, it's from a. It's a European Footlocker, like online store. Right. And they have a ton of awesome merch. They have a, a Ric Flair one where he's in. It's like a yellow painting of Ric Flair with his hands up, mm-hmm. and it looks like the Wu Tang. Right. E, uh, bird, and it says Wu across it. 
Love that. Uh, they have one where it's um, Andre the Giant with the Biggie, uh, uh, Biggie Smalls crown on his head. Yeah. They've all, they have great merch. That. Great merch. And by the way, I just want to say for the record, have you seen these homage shirts? Yeah. I'm anti-homage. Yeah. I just want to tell you that. If we're in merch corner right now, mm -hmm. this is, all those Arlen shirts are homage. And if well, you would you consider website, that an homage shirt? Like the no the, homage is an actual homage is yeah. an actual company that oh, makes shirts. Oh, oh, I think it's it was like homage.com or whatever. Okay, and their shirts are like it's exactly what you think someone will wear a shirt. Ironically, who's right. not an actual rep. By right. the way, always I got to give the, the the description. This is the disclaimer of Merch Corner, which is wear what you dig. Right, whatever you like, wear whatever you like. If you dig those shirts, you fucking wear them. Wrestling merch is better than any other T-shirt. But, okay? but but but. Posers leave the hall. Check, yeah, uh, posers leave the hall. It's like uh, it's like a, they, they're, they're the equivalent of what Urban Outfitters was. Right. Like with that, where it's like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I got a rock cartoon shirt? And uh, Arlen fell into this trap. But if you like those shirts, you like them. I don't like them. I just want to qualify before I get messages, right? Yeah. Uh, it's all good. You can wear them. Wear what you dig. If you think they're cool, fucking wear it. Don't tell people. I wear an Edge Bedazzled shirt, okay? <laughs> yeah, you did. Now, that being said, I, I currently own four mineral wash <laughs> shirts already. Uh, WB, they had ridiculous sales on yeah. uh, 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 on these merch, uh, on these shirts. And, uh, you know, uh, those shirts, Arlen says, are a little NASCAR-y for him. And I say, your Amish shirts are a little San Francisco for me. <laughs> so, uh, everybody rock what you rock. Uh, 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 <laughs> but, uh Better than that, go to ProWrestlingTees.com uh, uh, slash Comedians Wrestling. Pick up a cow shirt. That's really what matters. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on. A lot to fucking talk about. This week, I mean, like that wasn't enough. This week, all those NXT guys debuted. Yeah. Uh, out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. uh, they are, uh, yeah, they completely, are they, are, yeah, they got RKO'd. <laughs> Aleister Black, I mean, basically the core of NXT. Mm -hmm. uh, Aleister Black, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano and Ricochet, Ricochet, re all wrestled on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, completely unannounced. I got a text from Tulo. Um, I uh, bet. I uh, bet. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I got a text from Tulo. Obviously. Uh, like five minutes before Raw goes on the air, just being like, "Yo, they announced on WB.com that they're all backstage." Now I want to talk about this. So, all right. The crowds were extremely lackluster, right? The crowds were not that hot. The for second these night, so SmackDown was better, right? But Lafayette, Louisiana, is a you putting them in the uh, oh, they are. That is your next stop, the Jabron Zone. They're not in the Jabron Zone. They are. They the are the Jabron Zone. The, oh, Lafayette. So now we have a physical location yes. for the Jabron Zone, yes. which is Lafayette. Louisiana. Louisiana. I, yes. like, oh, wait, I think it's Louisiana. Yeah. I was going to say Lafayette, New Orleans. <laughs> Lafayette, New Orleans. The crowd couldn't give two fucks about these NXT guys. Now, right. I, I, I was watching it. I have a lot. I had like so many thoughts. I mean, look, do I, is it surprising that I have a lot of thoughts? No, no. not surprising. I have a lot of thoughts. I know all the words. But I'm saying, though, no, I, I have a lot of thoughts on, on this because... I see it in two ways, uh, th three ways, really, um, which was these guys are overdue to come up. Right. You know, part of me is like, these guys aren't that young. They're all in their 30s. Mm -hmm. There's not a single one of them in, even in their 20s, right? Uh, so it's like, 
Let's just rip the Band-Aid off, right. get these guys on the main roster. And when I watched Raw and SmackDown this week, I was like, I don't even remember who was in there taking their time before. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't remember. I don't even remember what segments were happening instead of this. Right. You know what I mean? They, they, they came right in. I was like, in that way, it's great, right? It's like, I get to watch Aleister Black wrestle. It's like, do I need, like, debuts, uh, you know, that you're a big debut, and then it fizzles out, right? Right. We're just cutting out the honeymoon period mm-hmm. and just like getting right into it, right? Right. Which I would argue also Vince does too much. He does a great job of icing these guys right away, you know? So I felt like, cool. But at the same time, I was like, these are not cool debuts for these guys no. at all. No. I mean, for the hottest talent in pro wrestling. Now, on the other side, I was also like, it's cool that they're not always debuting talent the day after Mania. Right. I think that's not a really a great time to debut talent. You know, it's a cool one night, but after that, it gets into the lulliest time in, in wrestling. Right. Which is like the post Mania uh, uh, lull, right? Mm-hmm. So then a guy debuts and then they lose momentum and they lose viewership. So maybe when the ratings are probably higher than ever, why not get eyes on the, these new crop of guys? Right. I uh, I have to say, I am uh, Alistair Black is my favorite wrestler at the yeah. moment, and so I'm like precious about yeah. about him being on the yeah. main roster. I that's think that's great. You should feel like that about yeah. your guy. He's yeah. your guy. There, um, I think there was a misstep in his debut. Not only is he your guy, he feels like. Your guy, he f- like he he fits your personality. Yeah, I have three touch points. Right, Satan, heavy metal, yeah. and wrestling. Yeah, he is all three. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so um, I I how I would have done it, and I know we don't get into fantasy booking here, but though how I would have done it, do it today. Is, We're doing it is um, vignettes. Yeah, to establish his his ambiance. Yeah, and then just have him kick jobbers' heads off. For not long. I'm talking like three weeks. Right. You know, even have him raw SmackDown, have him just be kicking people's faces off and then have him go 50-50 with Andrade or Elias. Give him, because he has such a big Undertaker-esque like aura, let him, let that mystery and that like, um, the, his atmosphere build. Right. Before you have him go, like start getting beat up by Elias. It just seems like they should, they're, they're not handling him. Well, People brought that up. It was like they didn't like that he was even taking damage. Right. And uh, uh, if he's going to wrestle Elias, he should take damage. Right. Like Elias is a good guy. It, like Elias deserves to look strong and get Alistair Black. Um, but the, at it, the same time, like I wouldn't debut Alistair taking any hits. Exactly. It should be some jobber from Lafayette, local talent, gets his face kicked into the third row. Yeah. That's it. Next yeah. week, do the same thing. Next week, do the same thing. Give him the brawn build or the Naya build like a monster build because he has such a huge uh, right. uh, persona right you, you, you have to do that so I mean I'm excited to see where it goes from here um, his reaction in was it New Orleans was yeah. Smackdown uh, was better than in Lafayette yeah so, he was New Orleans Smackdown and then Lafayette was uh, yeah. Raw and I, so I think you know in next uh, the next city like next week if they're there again we'll see a, a different reaction if it's in like a different market but I, I just wish they would have Done it a little bit differently. Well, I mean, it's just flat out. The way I was putting it is like these are, uh, um, th- these are, these are debuts with no intention, right? Right. They're, 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 these I guys, see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And an unintentional debut 
is going to be lackluster no matter what. It's like, oh, they're, here they're here because now. they signed, right. Right? right? That's sports. Right. Sports is like, now they're here, right? and sports stink. We know right. sports stink, but our sports are one-dimensional in that way, where it's like, you know, a guy doesn't, it's my it's my LeBron joke, a guy doesn't join mid-game. Right. You know? Right. Mid-season, maybe. But nobody mid-game is like, they signed him and they didn't tell anybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Like, if I ran a team, that's what would happen. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you sign, uh, you're running, like, whoever, and right. like you sign LeBron James. You don't tell anybody until the first game, all the lights in the stadium go yeah. off. My movie would be called <laughs> Wrestling Ball. It's the worst team in the league. It's all, all they do is focus on just... Pageantry, uh, yeah, and they, they don't they're stuck at the game. Should write they're that like, movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's wow, that is awesome movie. Yeah, we're just the total jabron team, yeah, but like yeah, they're yeah. they're all but he's like selling the most tickets. Yeah, it's like Happy Gilmore, but he has no skills. <laughs> right. Yeah, and they're like, he's like, they got a baby as their QB, <laughs> and like everyone just wants to see what. And the owner has more pop, right, like, in the booth. You just see him like he's like having like. Anal sex and like people are like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Yeah. You know, he's out there like he's, he's like fucking blizzarding it up right. out there. You know what I mean? Right, it doesn't have to be anal. It was a big jump. Uh, it's fine. It was a big jump, but, but I'm saying right. Yeah, that is a fucking funny movie. Yeah. It's, it's wrestling ball. Like, you are the worst team in the league, right? Because isn't that remember Shooter McGavin in and in, in uh, oh, right. Shooter McGavin in uh in Happy Gilmore goes like uh, uh yeah uh but you, well you asked me well, what place did he uh, come in uh, dead last yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Gilmore he won the tournament right and everyone's asking him about Happy Gilmore right yeah <laughs> oh man that that uh, but right like that that's what I would do if, uh, uh but that's what I'm saying so the, if we debut wrestlers like athletes it's boring right you know uh this was this was bad yeah the, like this was bad this was bad this is not a billion dollar company and I, uh, my theory on this is is that WB is making decisions like very impulsively and very last minute mm-hmm I, I, I believe that they're second. If I had to guess, I'm not in the room, but I, if I obviously, but if I had to guess, they're really like flying by the seat of their pants a little bit. You mm-hmm. know, it seems to be like, hey, let's do this. Let's fill time this way. Or let's do that. Let's do this. And I don't think they're as calculated as they are. Cause like, yeah. it's like, I wonder if they had an opponent for Daniel Bryan already. Like, I wonder, I wonder if they, uh, like all these WrestleManias, these matches haven't happened till. Till like last minute, this Undertaker is he going to answer the call thing? Like felt a little like confusing to us. Remember? Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what. I went to a a, a RAW with uh, Dave Schilling, and we were sitting pretty close to like, right. the production booth. Right. They're delivering script changes mid show. Yeah. And as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, this is not at all what I think. They're they are literally like by the like to the minute changing things. I don't I don't know how wrestling is now, but when. I would sit, like, say, ringside mm-hmm. in the old days. You would hear them talking to each other. Yeah. Like, I'm going to take you down now, or yeah. you're going to pin me. You're going to yeah. Throw there's some. Me at it. There's videos on YouTube uh, where people have like turned up the audio where yeah. you can hear them. Like John Cena is especially bad. Like you can hear John Cena just like playing his day, being like, really? uh, yeah, like arm arm drag, you know, arm drag top rope, and then like he'll do it. Like you can hear them for sure. Uh, Rhonda had a funny moment where she did that like jump. She did like a splash to the outside, uh-huh. like uh, like, uh, uh, and then like she. Probably fell bad on Sarah Logan, and then like went to her and was just like, "I'm really sorry about that." Well, like, yeah, when when um, when uh, when Ali did that, his his finisher to uh, to Daniel Bryan and yeah. beat him, and he landed on him really hard. You can hear him. He goes, "Sorry, bro." 
when he like pit when he covers him up. He's yeah. like, sorry, bro. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that, like, but I'm saying, like, it seems to me they're fl- like this is this was very sloppy. I mean, I was getting tons of texts from people being like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. Like, they were like this is horrible, and I can't. It's like it's. It, like, well, I'll tell you. Well, I'll tell you why they brought him up. Oh my god, out. We haven't seen this guy in a fucking while. I've been hiding in the corner. Alex you haven't seen Jones. me the whole time. I've been dressed as a credenza. Alex Jones, look, I'm about to talk about NXT. No. Uh, these call-ups. What, what, what are you doing here? Well, the reason it was lackluster is because it was meant, these debuts were meant as a distraction from the Mueller investigation. The, the Mueller? Yeah. Like Ferris Mueller? Fer- no, like, no. No. You mean, you mean uh, 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 what's his name? Roger Mueller? Robert. <laughs> Robert, Robert Mueller. Robert Mueller. Robert Mueller. The, 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 who's investigating, the, he's leading the Trump investigation, right? Right, and there he's getting, Inclusion. He's, he's closing in on Trump and his associates, and so Linda McMahon, who is in the Trump administration, decided to bring up these NXT guys as a distraction from that. And I would also like to add that Aleister Black is satanic, and they are trying to get satanic imagery onto Monday Night Raw and into our children's brains. Okay, look, oh my God, you just, you honestly, you just spit up a whole raw steak. I don't chew it. Yeah, I, I know. You got to start chewing. It's no, disgusting. I eat food like a python. Uh, 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 no, so we need to wipe that up. We, uh, but look, 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 look. Uh, uh, Alex Jones, listen, listen. You're saying you're saying that as a distraction to the government. Are you saying the government's paying attention to Monday Night Raw and SmackDown? Yeah, yeah yes. I mean, look, I've been coming on this show for a couple years. Yeah. And you're telling me you haven't. That's what I've been saying this whole time. Well, you're saying that like presidents and presidential candidates, like Cory Booker's watching pro wrestling. This goes all the way to the top. Wow. They're watching pro wrestling. And as a matter of fact, pro wrestling is predictive programming to get uh, the idea of a satanic new world order elite into our heads. The oh. authority is the Illuminati. What, are you okay? Are you saying that the I'm, A I'm, in Raw is the Eye of Horus? Oh my God! Are you saying I'm brainwashed? Vince McMahon is the transdimensional demon who feasts on the psychic energy of children, and he works for MIT, and they're making a supercomputer so they can upload his. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh my God! That's four flank steaks. Four raw. I flank told you, steaks. I don't chew them. I wrap them up like I'm a python. I, I swallow them. Oh my God! Like they're John Voight and Anaconda. You, I gotta tell you right now, you are a big. Bigger than ever since you've been deplatformed. Looks like you really let yourself go. I've been stress eating. Yeah, yeah, I know. Or stress not swallowing. Uh, stress not chewing. It's a, wait. Okay, this is ridiculous. So you're saying? So you are saying that there's a global conspiracy that goes all the way to the top? Okay, that is a distract. That 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 they that that right now because the Mueller investigation is getting really close to exposing that Trump colluded with Russia, but also. That there's a satanic element involved, okay, and the distraction is to bring up NXT guys. Right. We're talking about, you're talking about it, right? You're not talking about the Mueller investigation. You're talking about, you're talking about NXT. The Mueller investigation is on the bottom of my list here. I was going to get to it, but then the, all the wrestling notes keep piling up. I have more and more of the Kofi thing and then NXT takeover. So I don't even know if I'll get to it today. Exactly. It's working. Oh, wow. What other kind of proof do you need? I guess that's true. I guess, I mean, I guess, wait, let me look back at last week's notes. What was my last note there? Mueller investigation. Right. Last week, and I, I, I don't think I got to it last week. No. Let me go back two weeks. Like, yeah. 
Hillary's emails was right. my la- was my last thing there. Exactly. And what are you been talking about? Wrestling. Because you're distracted. Wow, you're saying that wrestling is it? Newman, uh, Alex Jones, you might have gotten through to me here. Wrestling is distracting from the political segments that I've been writing here because I keep talking about wrestling. Right. So now that I have your confidence, we got to talk about how these gay frogs okay. are. Yeah, okay. All right. Oh, whoa, 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 come on. Okay, all right, you gotta go. You gotta go. All right, fine. I'm not, uh, uh, I'm not uh, leaving. This podcast is for everyone. I'm not leaving. I'm gonna stand in the corner. Okay, go stand in the corner and uh, Newman, give Newman's microphone back, okay? Give me that. Oh my God. Oh God I'm, smells- sorry, I'm sorry you had to hear that, Richie. That's terrible. My father, yeah, it, it was terrible. Smells like disgraceful. A1. I, that's where Hillary's emails did come from. Yeah, it came from that guy. From, <laughs> right. Well, he probably ate them, to be that's, honest. That's right. Ridiculous. He dug well, them up. I'm just saying, so this NXT thing, these guys came out. Uh, Triple H wearing a lot of bracelets. <laughs> if you want to check out Triple H's bracelets, his three strands. Did you skull see those bracelets? bracelets? Yeah. I hope it's like I, anytime like someone's a father and they're wearing something, I always think like my daughter is has a jewelry line and I wear it for. The, right. So then I always feel bad. Yeah. you know what I mean. Uh, 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 but uh, don't wear those. Yeah. Don't wear a suit and a couple like puka shells or whatever the <laughs> fuck it is. You know what I mean. <laughs> something you got to do rent fair. Yeah, yeah I, I don't need to see that. But so. Uh, uh, Triple H, he came out, he's announcing what's going on. Again, when the McMahons take credit for debuts, it it never really feels good. Right. And it's like, hey, we're going to bring out all these guys. I run this big global brand. I'm not sure what, like, it just wasn't fun. Now, a lot of people, I've heard from a couple of people that, like, NXT is going to have their own show. Mm -hmm. And maybe they're trying to be like, these are the NXT guys. But once Vince sees these guys, like Ricochet, he's not letting them go... They're not. They're this guy. These guys are here to stay. Right. So I don't know how the concept of NXT is a sustainable concept as like a third brand. Uh, I guess like guys got guys like Champa and Gargano. Uh, guys like Champa and Gargano can can stay there. There are some guys who can stay there, but like Ricochet is a, is not staying on NXT. No. No. Aleister uh, Black's not staying in NXT, so they'll never be able to keep. Like the true, true mega talents. You know what I mean? Yeah, but on that same token, every time they bring up, every time they have a brain drain of NXT, right. against all odds, NXT gets better. It just keeps getting better. Right. So. But, I mean, yeah. But, yeah, absolutely. But with AEW, people are going to be signed quicker. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Right. We've seen it, you know, uh, you know, you, you, you see it in everything. When UCB's expanding, right, with more stage time, you know, uh, yeah, anyway, my main point is this. Let's talk about the crowd. Yeah. So here's the other part of it, which is like, I can all, the crowd sucked. Yeah. I think sometimes there's this thing where it's like, oh, that crowd stunk and you don't want to blame the crowd. But this crowd was particularly horrible. Yeah. They really gave nothing. But WB, you got to blame WB for doubling down. I mean, it's all like, this side of it, this side of it. WWE, this is why you diversify. Mm-hmm. You debut your four top guys on a cold night. That's a that's a risk. Yeah, you know. I, I mean, I, I mean, I they, it's just, it. there's no way for them to know Lafayette. I mean, unless like there's no way for them to have predicted that. Right. You don't know who's buying tickets, and it just seemed like it was a bunch of people who were like, it was maybe like a majority of like casual fan who wanted to right. see Triple that's H. A small and, college town, is it? They have these. State University of Louisiana at oh right yeah you know those kind of things right, and yeah. a little Catholic college and right yeah it's not there I don't know why they did that well, yeah. I don't know why yeah. they were there it's, it's not, not it's not it's not Philly right like it's not New York Boston maybe right. it was Chicago. a promise if you're in the, you're in the garden you know? you're in the right. Staples Center you know right they do that the people will go fucking nuts but they're not having don't do don't do a 
Don't how about this? Don't do don't debut your four top talents in a town where you wouldn't even do a takeover in a secondary market. You know, right? Yeah, you wouldn't even do a takeover there. No, and so <laughs> takeover Lafayette, right? <laughs> yeah, so now, it, New Orleans is same state, but yeah, you know that was yeah. a whole yeah. different yeah. thing. If in Raw the was in New Orleans, Superdome, whatever it's called right. over yeah. there, yeah. Mercedes Dome, yeah. Yeah. The Superdome, yeah, and across the street from it is where uh, the fucking whatever their basketball, the jazz play or whatever, yeah. right? We we went to both of them. They're right across the street. Great town for Mania. Love New Orleans. Yeah, uh, 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 yeah. But New Orleans would have been if they did SmackDown there, so people were less excited to see these guys. Right. But if they had them switched, it would it would have been beautiful. But I don't know. Did I, I just this was there's no. I guess here's my thing. I guess maybe if they brought out a bunch of alligators, the crowd would have fucking reacted. Oh, am I right? But here's my question to you, okay? Yeah. Two things. One is, can you blame the crowd? Is it fair to blame the crowd? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as comedians, we say, oh, you, you know, you, you never blame the crowd or whatever, but then everybody does. Everybody comes back and they go, hey, they suck tonight. Never say never. <laughs> right? You know, I think that, so, I obviously I'm aware of the taboo, don't blame the crowd. Right. But, I mean, I've been in front of crowds where I'm like, it's you. It's you. I've been in crowds where I'm like, this show's great. What's happening? Exactly. Sometimes um, it's the crowd. It's people are there, especially, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it does map to wrestling, but I know like with stand-up, especially the crowd, is like, make me laugh, clown. So there's that like there's that like barrier where right. like, you really have to win the audience over. Right, right, right. Um, and sometimes there's just crowds who are so combative. You just get enough people in the audience that are, that have combative personalities they right. don't want to give you the laughs. So for when it comes to pro wrestling, the rule is not like, hey, you can't blame the crowd. You can blame the crowd. Yeah. Right? Okay, so that's one thing. And then the next thing is, uh, did you like Triple H's bracelets? I, <laughs> you know, I had a bracelet uh, that was skulls but was wooden. It was all wooden skulls. Right. Uh, and yeah, I like I, yeah, I like his bracelet. No, here's my question. Here's my actual question. It's like when Triple H came out, there was he mentioned NXT and there was no NXT chant. Right. That is fucking crazy. Yeah. Okay. Like that. That takes that. That was my measure. I rewatched. I had to rewatch Raw mm-hmm. just to be like, what happened here? And I was like, oh, right away you knew. And the same thing when you do comedy, you know right away if a crowd's good. Yeah, and and it's all it's not even about size all the time. I've performed for crowds of te- of literally like ten people where you're like that was a fucking blast. Yeah, they are awesome. Right, and then I've been I've been in like a thousand people that stink. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So it's just this weird chemistry and 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 how people are feeling tonight, whatever's in the air, that X factor, you know. But here's the thing, really, should NXT matter more to a WWE crowd, isn't it? See, I I've been saying here. This is why I felt like blindsided. It's because I, I my my working theory here is that these crowds have been smarkier. They are smarkier than Vince gives them credit for. Right. And then Vince treats them like smarks, and then they don't deliver. Well, this I mean I feel like this is an outlier. Like this was this is not going to happen again. Yeah. You know, the next on Raw when Alistair Black or Ricochet comes out, then they'll get. They'll get a proper response, right? We'll you'll see. It's it's it was just it was an anomaly. Well, it might have been a safe choice for them to introduce them in a small town and nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah. If it didn't work, nobody would know. Right, right. Well, and also the thing is, like, I I don't think they've really committed to what this means. So they're kind of like soft debuts, really. And it's like a showcase of NXT or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, 
It God. would be nice if it's if it's like an invasion angle that they're working. That's like, what I was saying. Like, the NXT guys keep winning, right. and then the main roster is like, "What the fuck is going on here?" I know, but is it? It's a weird because like Gargano and Ciampa are they're like heels, right? And, and by the way, they look so much smaller than the bar. Holy shit! I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like a foot shorter than both of them. They were so. They looked like kids. Yeah, they looked like little kids. <laughs> it was it was jarring. The bar. They're massive. Yeah, they're huge. Um, it's unbelievable. I mean, Cesaro. I feel like he, I didn't realize Cesaro was that big. He's enormous. Like yeah. he looks lean on TV because he's. I mean, he's so right. But they say he's the strongest one. But he's so strong, so he must be like if you see him in person, he's got to be built like friggin' Terrell Owens. Like he's got to be like just a an enormous person. Yeah, Casino works out with him. And he said he's like a he's like a beast. Yeah, but uh, the Swiss cyborg twist twiborg twist Um Yeah, but I'm saying okay. So, but uh, you know, uh, should NXT matter more? I mean, I think I, so. I, I I would like to think so, but. Mm-hmm. Man, this is strange. This is confusing. Yeah, I don't know what to say. This is, I don't I don't really know what to say here. These well, guys didn't get that much heat. It's different. They were doing great, great work. Even Ricochet, to be honest, he was getting popped for his spots, but not that much. No, not really. If you compare, because I I watched the Chamber, you know, right. I rewatched the Chamber match. Compare compare the heat of Kofi Kingston, who's not a who's a popular wrestler, but not you know. A main event guy until really that moment, and then that match had so much heat, mm-hmm. and we had uh, people in the room uh, 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 on the Facebook page just saying, um, uh, you know, that they were so hot for it. So I don't know. Uh, I think it's just you have different factions of fan. You have like all the casual fans who just want to see Triple H and like fucking they want to see Batista. They want to. They think they're going to see people that aren't going to be there. And then you have the Smarks and then you have the Marks and you have like, all these just different warring factions right. of fans. And it's I just, guess, it's not always going to be for everybody. Should the time. main product give like a peek into NXT like regularly or something? Or should they do like, should it be a thing where it's known? Should there be more like fluidity? Like, Oh, it's a third brand, but should it, should it be more like, Hey, uh, should it be, should it be something where it's like, Hey, we're going to have a NXT match tonight. I think so. I think so. Why not? Right. But then what's the difference between these guys? It's like, you know what I mean? Like, what's the difference in NXT? Like, you know, that's pr- part of the problem with WWE is that, like, when somebody on ROH is wearing the ROH title. Right. But they're wrestling in a New Japan show. Right. You're like, oh, that's a completely different company. Oh, right, right, right. You know, like, in, in WWE, you know that Vince, we know that structure-wise, Vince can be like, oh, Triple H, I'm, I'm taking Ricochet. Right. I'm just going to take him. You know what I mean, and yeah, then they yeah. gotta like, like that. They're 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 actually it's just pecking order. Like there's actually a guy, so they can pretend they're invading or whatever, but they have to really push the invasion writing. Right. Otherwise, it's like you put these guys on the split. Nah, I don't know. NXT, it's it, you know, I think that's why this is a mistake. Uh, you can never never rely on. Well, my my working thesis here is never rely on smarkiness. Mm-hmm. It exists. And it exists way more than Vince gives them credit for. But I would say the past two times that he went a smarky way, it's not been worked out for him, which was the AJ Shinsuke match, which was dead at Mania mm-hmm. and, and not a particularly like exciting match. Uh, uh, right. Yeah. And then when he had when he did this, like, oh, I don't bring up these NXT guys. Let's have a big night. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it felt a little flat. I have a controversial opinion on the, on wrestling audiences right i've been thinking about this a lot of i think i've maybe even brought it up on on the pop before uh and i've come to the conclusion that i do think the crowd 
if you're at a wrestling match or wrestling show, the crowd has a responsibility to play along. I, I agree. I, I think you you know boo who you want to boo, cheer who you want to cheer. You can still like the heels because they're cool. You can still well, do, whatever can do whatever you whatever want. They want, but. I think they have a responsibility to be more on board. But you can't golf clap. Right. You got to be part of the show. You need to be, because, yeah, right? Because, like, they are part of the show. Right. They affect storylines. So, therefore, sorry, you have a responsibility to play along. Right. Uh, what I'm saying is that don't, you should have intentioned ways to, like, you said Alistair Black, you'd have him come up and hit jobbers. Right. I'm like, have him come up and kick uh, fucking. Seth Rollins, like right. have him come up and kick somebody. Like he could kicks, he could have debuted, kick Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is like knocked out. And he's like, I don't know what happened last week. Maybe I don't know who that guy was, but I'm focused on Brock Lesnar. And then right. it's just looming. Right. He's like, right, oh, right. and then he wins the title. You know what I mean? And then comes out on Raw the next week, and then he gets kicked again. Right. And you're like, who is? Why is this guy kicking me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like just one, like something smaller, yes. right? Like yeah, yeah. like a Sting kind of debut. You know right. what I mean? Like like something like that. But then Champa Gargano, they're gonna come out. I think just like don't announce they're coming out. Just have their music play, and they win the the Raw t titles, and then leave. Like right. well, you know, just something that's a little cooler. You got to debut guys like cool. Right. Can't debut them hokey. Don't forget that it's yeah. Like don't forget it's wrestling. Right. Like you can do wild shit. Now the only guy this is okay for was Ricochet. Right. Ricochet is fine. Yeah. Ricochet has no kayfabe to him at all, by the way. Yeah. Ricochet is Ricochet. Yeah. It's like, almost like he's a guy whose mom named him Ricochet. <laughs> and, <laughs> right? And when he gets to the microphone, he's literally just like, he has, he, he's just a genuine guy. He's extremely comfortable on camera where he's like, you know what? This is awesome. Like, yeah. I had an awesome time. I'm excited to be here. Show you guys what I do. This is great. Yeah. And he really he's made like the most. He's like what I thought Bailey was yeah. going to be. He made the most of, by the way, Bailey. We'll get to them in a sec. Good Lord. So, uh, but no, he made the most of his debut, Ricochet. Like, he was doing all kinds of cool stuff in the ring like that wasn't flips you know like his sort of like his physicality like he right. was really cocky and like kind of fucking with people and like oh yeah like, like kind of the way he was moving like making fun of it was just he it was another level yeah it was like that like dress like you've been there before yeah yeah he was, yeah. He was loose and he and he was he was like he was like this is my childhood dream like I'm here he was having a blast he was exactly. like I'm debuting he's like the way you gotta be like on your wedding day where right. you're like look stuff's gonna go wrong but you're just like, happy to be there yeah like you just the day, you know what I mean uh, the way that I uh, wish I acted on my wedding day <laughs> hey am I right alright but um, yeah we'll get alright let's get our cash in about these NXT debuts 7.14am <laughs> Tulo standard oh, time it's just Wednesday. an NXT debut Cashing I had no idea tiptoe with Tulo it's your boy now listen I don't want the um, the debuts and the way they the debuted background. for the NXT superstars to get in the way of uh, what they did this week. So, uh, Dan, I know you had your opinions and I had mine. I don't even care about them right now. What I do care about is that what we do know is these guys are fucking amazing. Like, these are four extremely talented wrestlers and we are like blessed to have this kind of fucking talent about to take over WWE. Like, I just posted about it on Facebook. Ricochet is like, I've never been this excited about a wrestler in my whole entire life. You, He's just got it all. He's can make a, a, a four-year-old kid uh, think he's a superhero and at the same time get a 34-year-old dude to mark the fuck out about how talented this guy is. 
he is immediately going to be inserted into every main story, every big picture. I hope it's WrestleMania versus Finn. God, I fucking love wrestling. I mean, even Aleister Black, too. All right. I'm, I'm just going to stop. Uh, cheers up. Love you guys. <laughs> yeah, all right. Hey, that was uh, the equivalent. That cash in was the equivalent of a Sasha and Bailey segment. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 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 no, it was better. It was a lot better. Uh, uh, but in terms of, yeah, like what you're saying is like, <laughs> I think we should probably just go into the Sasha Bailey. But in terms of like, yeah, uh, what we did was cool. That was cool. But right. I, I like uh, 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 Tulo. I like your... Um, being like, hey, I think the point that you have that's really good is like, ultimately, it's all good. Right. These guys are overdue to be up here. They're great. It'll be fine. It's going to be fine. Right. It's going to be fine. They're all going to be fine. And uh, we all know that, that we just skipped the honeymoon phase and they'll be all right. Let's hope they don't fall into the Bobby Roode zone. Let's hope they've got big, strong uh, booking for Aleister Black. And and look, ultimately, I don't know what the why they did this. Yeah. You know, like that's the cool thing. Like, I don't know why they do this or what the plan is. Finn is the Intercontinental Champion, which feels perfect. Mm -hmm. And uh, probably these guys are going to be going after that. I mean, we'll probably see maybe Finn, Ricochet, Aleister Black, uh, uh, Gargano, uh, Chomp. Probably, I don't know, a five-way? Will they do like a fatal five-way oh, or whatever? Man. What's a five-way? Well, the six-pack challenge, what's a five-way? It's a fatal five-way, isn't it? It's fatal four-way and a fatal five-way? You think they just keep it fatal? Yeah. Keep it fatal. I don't know. Fatal. Final. It's, the, it's a fatal. It ips fatal. But I think it'll be those guys. Like, why don't just do that for the? Uh, just do like that for uh, you know for yeah. the and open up raw with it. Make it a ladder match. Make that a ladder match. Yeah. Beautiful. All put all those guys in a ladder match and then uh, give it to one of the. You know, I don't know. That's great. All right. Uh, uh, Richie, you were texting me also about Sasha and Bailey. Remember those two women in the ring who had the tag women titles? Yeah, they that was. They got to talk to them because <laughs> they, that was like dead space, like seven minutes of nothing to say. Yeah. I was like surprised. I mean, they got to do their homework. Somebody's got to talk to them, give them a script. They got to memorize it. I mean, it's a job. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> Right, you. I mean, it was entertainment, isn't it? That right. was terrible. Yeah, I have a big problem with with Sasha and Bailey, uh, especially Bailey. So, and I don't mean this. Okay, does Bailey have something like some sort of nerve damage or something in her face? Because Bailey, Bailey. Oh, I have no idea. Bailey, because she does not. Her face. <laughs> I, can't, I can't speak to that. I can't speak to that. And I don't mean this as <laughs> a guy. Alex Jones. I'm he, not. He might know about this. No, she has nerve. She has nerve damage from Agent Orange. <laughs> Agent Orange. Agent yeah, Orange. She got Agent Orange. In <laughs> Wait, Agent Orange or Asian Shut oranges? Up. It's it's Asian oranges. Asian oranges. Yeah. No, I don't think that's what it is. It's, not, it's Agent it's Orange. Not it. Shut up. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. This guy's horrible. I don't mean this as an insult, obviously, right? But like, I'm wondering if there's something wrong. You mean it to be nice? No, I mean this as a genuine <laughs> curiosity. Does yeah. Bailey have some sort of nerve damage in her face because she does not emote? Her she she's supposed to be so excited to be there. I've never seen this woman smile. I've never seen any her her eyebrows don't move, her cheeks don't move, her forehead doesn't just, move. She's just a fucking tabula rasa. Like there's nothing there. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I actually never noticed that. Watch, go back. Yeah. She her face does not move. I just don't I just think that they're not prepared. They're not ready for the big time. Yeah, I mean not prepared. Prepared. something. Not, you know, uh, I mean wrestling. 
they could they're not talking about the wrestling part because the entertainment part is a big thing right. for WWE. And I said WWE. WWE So They're going to have to do their homework They're going to have to study a script yeah. And do it And put some passion behind Otherwise, your words Otherwise they're going to be nowhere who's gonna, who's I, mean, gonna, I mean Ronda Rousey I mean you don't love the way she talks But she talks Right at least the man, the, when you have that Becky, the man, Ronda get up Rousey's there and give better speeches. On the microphone than them. But that's what I mean. Anybody's better than them. They even, said nothing. Even with, even if Ronda Rousey is green on the mic and she's rushing and she's, her face is showing me the emotion that she's allegedly experiencing. You know, you have, also, she's 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 not wrestling for fifteen years. Right. She's wrestling for a year. Right. You know what I mean? Like she isn't not used to doing that. Like that. Like that's a very different skill. Right. I mean. Sasha and Bailey get in the ring. They literally says, literally go, I'm at a total loss for word. And then the other one goes, I'm speechless. What? This is professional wrestling. Well, you have a microphone. It's called cutting a promo, bro. Yeah. Now, what's the Asian wrestling lady with the Asuka. colored hair? Asuka. Now, here's a lady who, is, English is not her language. Yeah. Right. She gets up there and she kills it. Yes. What's yeah. their excuse? They have none. This I, woman I is this not it's even her main language, and she's great. Right. It's it's actually infuriating. Yeah. I I, I get I get when I'm watching Sasha and Bailey ring. I I am furious. Sasha Banks specifically annoys me more than Bailey, but it's interesting because Sasha is just always crying. And look, I know I'm the man saying the woman's always crying, but it's like. They're literally talking about the women's evolution still. Right. It's like four years later. Just be wrestlers. Right. Rhonda said that the diva stuff made me sick. That was her mention of it. Becky Lynch, Charlotte, they're not talking about that shit. They're getting in the ring and be like, yo, we're tag team titles. And then just be like, and who's next? Who's yeah. ready to step up to the plate? Could you imagine if they were just like, yeah, so happy to win these belts? Yeah. Who's next? Line them up. And by segment. the way, I'm critical of of Kenny Omega for this. Also, I'm critical of all wrestlers who think that when they get an accomplishment, they should just cry about it and like and, and pat themselves on the back. No, that's for sports. Right. Well, that's, Here you celebrate, and then somebody super kicks you. Or whatever, this right? is not uh, this is not the kind of wrestling that I grew up with, where right. they didn't even talk. Right. This is what it is now. It's show business. Yeah. And you and it, the the women like I watched the the Royal Rumble of the women. And it was spectacular. Yeah. These are the, I can't believe how women wrestling has evolved. These girls are fantastic athletes. Fantastic. During right. a, and they and these two wrestlers mm -hmm. are gonna get left in the dust yes. with this kind of well, talent. They are, right? I've been saying I, that. They are being left in the yeah. dust, right? Did I say it a couple weeks Sasha ago? Sasha Banks has all the tools right. to be I wanna say this. She has all the tools of look, gimmick. A wrestling ability, I know you don't like it, but her wrestling ability is really fucking good. The way she won that match was like, felt like Daniel Bryan style. Like, right. it was like, she can, she has all the holds, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, 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 right. Uh, but she even has a, some kind of charisma to her. Right. But she is like in her own way. When she gets on that microphone, it is cancer. Yeah. I mean, well, it is, uh, is that too far? Yeah, I it's mean, poison. Well, the poison. solution to that. It barely has nothing. Yeah. If, if, Which, I, yeah. if, if it's me, if, if I'm running WWE, the solution is to split them up uh -huh. and put them with somebody who speaks. Yeah, 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 yeah. And be that 
they could get away with that. I think WWE's like, let's just they sell merch. That's it, right? Yeah. And then let's just they they their whole gimmick is let's just be like breaking down boundaries and celebrating it all the time. I mean, it's a bummer we don't have a woman in the room here. I, I would like to speak to a, a female wrestling fan about this, but I imagine they're like, I like what Becky's doing. Yeah. Right? I, I like. Uh, well, I mean, let's over- compare and contrast. Look at Charlotte. Right. That promo that she cut where she says, it's the main event because I'm in it. Right. That line was delivered with one million percent more authenticity than anything Bailey has ever this said. This is not a female thing or a male thing. No, it's this just is no, entertainment. It sucked. What they did sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it was just it just was dead space. Seven minutes. You listen to Straight Talk they with Richie Black. They, yeah, sure. Straight Talk. Richie, tell us how you really feel. Was it good or did it suck? It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But I'm saying, remember last week? Uh, no, after the chamber, they got on the microphone like, I don't know what to say. This yeah. is amazing. And they're crying. Then they do it again on Raw. Yeah. It's like, this isn't the flair retirement. Right. You okay, let's, here's a compa- comparison. Now, Ricochet, mm-hmm. I don't think speaks very enthusiastically. I don't think he has a great... He, he has no kayfabe. Yeah, he has no, no person. It's not like uh, He's a man The Rock Ricochet. or one of these personalities coming out. Or D- Triple H, who wasn't such a personality... In the beginning, either he right. learned it, which is a good yeah. lesson. Um, but at least he speaks. At right. least he st- says something. He's getting thoughts out. He's yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's you could say, well, he's not, you know, he's not killing me, but at least he's talking. Right. At least it's interesting. Absolutely. I like him, and he talks. Yeah, these girls, I don't know. It's not that they. It's not about well, girl or boy. They're I've, just nothing. I've said this on the podcast before that that Bailey and Sasha specifically, but also to an extent, um, uh, uh, every woman on the main roster needs to watch their backs because there are women in NXT, there are women in the training yeah. center that we haven't seen yet that are gonna smoke these chicks. Yeah. With their ability and their ability on the mic. Well, I think that uh, my dad nailed it, which Oscar's promo shit on their promo. Yeah. Two of them in the ring with their microphone. Uh, uh, and you can say, oh, scripted. No. It had nothing to do with no. that. Oscar uh, uh, was awesome. Yeah. She cut a promo. I loved it. She was like, she made a really good point, which was like, I don't want to talk about Charlotte and Becky. I beat both of them at TLC. I want to know who's ready for Oscar right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just looking to wrestle. Right. And she said it. And uh, I saw her in her head looking for words because English is her second language. I don't even think English might even be like, not even like yeah. fifth language, right. honestly, yeah. for all I know. Yeah. I don't think English is registered for She her. was interesting. Yeah. And it's just an, she's it's, the it's an X factor. It's just I an X factor. I don't even know. She's the champion. I don't even know. That. She's the women's champion. I just right I up. love her like the makeup on her face. Oh, yeah. I think it's really great. Yeah. And then she speaks. Yeah. Interesting. Um. And uh. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. There's nothing to say there. I. 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 Again, they gave them the tag belts. Now they're gonna wrestle Nia and Tamina, and the women's tag division couldn't be less interesting. Yeah. Because uh, they haven't invested in these tag teams at all, they have one tag team, which is not, which is B- yeah. Sasha Bailey, and they're in the fucking, you know, Jabron zone. Jabron zone. They need to. I mean, they need to put those belts on Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane, and then have them hold them for six hundred days. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I would love that. Those guys, they're, those guys are so fucking interesting. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so let's talk about. Uh, by the way, congratulations to D Generation X. Oh yeah, being. Uh, inducted as the first inductees into the Hall of Fame. Um, 
Uh, Triple H came out to celebrate himself. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, China's so going to... Someone, someone you respect. <laughs> oh my, someone you idolize? Someone you idolize. <laughs> I don't even have that. Hold on. I love myself. Oh man, that's a great Becky moment. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find that other one, so I just played this random Becky one. Remember that when Edge was just like, I hated myself for when I was the regular superstar? And then she's like, hey, the one thing you don't get is that I... Love myself. Becky's so fucking great. But anyway, uh, China's in the Hall of Fame. Like, uh, she deserves to be in on her own, and maybe that will happen at some point. Great to see DX in the Hall of Fame. Cool. Got no problem with that. Fine. Good. I don't particularly care about the Hall of Fame, by the way. I'm not that big into the WB Hall of Fame. It's so, it's the least exclusive Hall of Fame. It's not even, there's not even a hall. Yeah. It's it's literally a list of people. It's a list of fame. That's it. Yeah, Yeah. it's a list of fame. Yeah, yeah. And then when they're like, we're gonna take Hogan out of it because he said like uh, racist stuff. It's like, yeah. Well, to be clear, he said I am racist. Well, yeah, yeah. He said I'll I'll say I'm racist. I'll say it. Remember that? Yeah. Horrible, terrible. We talk about it all the time. But you can't take someone out of a whole fit. Right. In my mind, like it's supposed to be etched, right? Right. All right. Anyway, well, uh, that's why it's just a list. Speaking of Hogan. Uh, there's a Hogan biopic coming to Netflix directed by Todd Phillips, uh, who's the director, if you don't know, of uh, like uh, Scott Armstrong's own. Uh, didn't he write? Didn't he direct? Uh, what the fuck? Old school. Old school. Todd Phillips directed Old School. Oh, Hang- yeah. Wrote The Hangover. Wrote The Hangover. Um, Is this the one with Chris Hemsworth? Chris Hemsworth will be playing Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Well, imagine that part. What a dream part to, to land. It's and they're amazing. not going to have any of his exploits post. It's all about the rise of Hulkamania. Right. And uh, again, I will be seeing this movie. Of course. Of course. I will be seeing this movie. And I will, but they, that is directly funding Hogan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that is one of these things where it's like, shit, I wish this guy would just show us he's fucking sorry already. Yeah. I know, but I don't know. I'm just so tired of. But my my main thing is like, I gotta support wrestling movies. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go see Fighting with My Family, which apparently has great reviews. Oh really? We were gonna try to see it for today, but uh, uh, I'm I'm gonna see Fighting with My Family. It also Uh, seems like in that movie, and you'll have to tell me. I mean, I'll see it, but like, it seems like in Fighting with My Family, wrestling is real. I I, honestly, I I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Well, because from what I've seen, like it makes it almost seem like no. Because Vince Vaughn plays an ex wrestler who works for WWE and is like recruiting and working in the performance center and stuff. So they're like down in the PC and stuff. Right. I, I, I this movie I'm supporting. I got. I'm not gonna say anything. I haven't seen it. I'm not gonna say anything bad about it at all. Uh, it's it looks certainly when I watch it, it's not the direction I would go with a wrestling movie. But that's what's cool about it. Mm-hmm. It's like oh wow, there's so many avenues for for this kind of a thing. I mean, we just. We just wrote. What right. was it, our Happy Gilmore? Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean that, that that's wrestle the, ball. Yeah, that's the wrestle balls. Yeah. The fucking pro wrestling balls. The movie. But I'm so excited that this space exists for take a wrestler like even like Paige is not like that popular of a she's not like a well known right mainstream talent. Uh, they they make a movie about her and I feel like it's gonna do well. Hopefully it does well because it opens up a space for more more wrestling anything. That's the big picture is that we have a movie that's poised to be very, very popular and it's about pro wrestling. Yeah, we had Glow. Now we're going to have a Hogan movie. Uh, yeah. This is exciting. Cool. Um, I mean, we covered all the main things for today. I just want to bring up a couple small things. New Day, by the way, we're rocking mega fanny packs. Mm. They were rocking fanny packs on SmackDown that were like... And yeah, it was, like it was book bag? It was, yeah, it was like... 
a cocktail waitress in a casino. Oh right, yeah. Like they got like cigarettes, and they had <laughs> they had so much stuff. The fanny packs were like more like Batman utility belts. Oh right. Uh, I, that, I love that. Um, they said to uh, what's her name, Kayla Braxton? Is that her name? The backstage woman, the blonde the, one. Uh, yeah, no, the new no, one? no. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. the NXT uh, uh, lady, the one yeah. who danced with Bugenhagen. Yeah, and she, they said to her, "Hey, you got a little too much dip on the chip." Yeah, and I don't know what they meant there. What is that? What was the? Con- I think it was kind of like, "Hey, relax there, cool yes, guy." I think yeah, that's what it too is. Too much, too too much dip on the chip. Yeah, like uh, back it up. Too much beef in the taco. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was like that. Uh, I like that. Got too much dip on the chip. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and uh, what else? Oh, Andre. I want to say Andrade versus. Uh, um, Alistair Black, I just want to say that those guys, I don't think, have good chemistry. No? I didn't like their takeover match. I was at it live, and I felt like Alistair was off yeah. in the match because of him. Like, I think they don't. Something doesn't match. I don't think yeah. they have great matches. The Black Mass didn't land right. Yeah. Like, it didn't look... I know what you mean. I don't disagree. Yeah. yeah. Those guys don't have good chemistry. Yeah, there's just something there. And it's weird because his wife is with the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Andrade apparently is dating Charlotte Flair. Really? Yeah. She's a lot taller than him, though. I don't know. I don't like it. No, I don't, <laughs> care. I don't care. Oh, this is the main thing we need to talk about. Becky. Becky Lynch. The man. Yeah. Uh, Her crutches attack. We didn't talk about two things. Her crutches attack at Elimination Chamber was fucking brutal. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, man, that fucking hurt. No question. That is, like, brutal. Also notice knee brace. She, she was wearing one. Yeah. Yeah. That was mole, mole shit. We said that. Well, she's been wearing a knee brace, right? No, no, no. No. We said on the podcast that she should come out with knee braces on, and then she did. I thought she's been wearing one. No. The the very next time she was on TV after really? we said it, knee brace. I would have, if it's like, I would have like, she comes out with it on the right foot, the next time she comes out with it on the left foot, I think, <laughs> why right. not? Three why stages. not? Who cares? <laughs> no, all right, Richie, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't oh, come on. That. It's all nonsense. I didn't like Becky's outfit. The black, oh, they're like, it was like kind of like a first Kill academy Bill co- costume. Yeah, yeah. I did not like or that. Did you like first that? class. I um. I had like it was a black. I liked that it. it was a black leather. Uh, like it was leisure like a, suit. Well, it was know. like a motorcycle motorcycle outfit. Yeah, but then it had like neon yellow stripes on. It was like that's not even like a color that I associate with it. It, it a felt too, it felt a little Naomi. Well, it felt kind of NXT. Like I, it looked, I said she had NXT colors on. Yeah, I, I I feel like it was a little I don't know I didn't like it. Yeah, it was not her best look. Yeah, and by the way, Ronda Rousey's looks are always good in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes when people are like, ah, she Ronda Rousey came out, she looked like Sonya Blade or whatever from because she's promoting Mortal Kombat. Didn't matter, it looked awesome. I didn't yeah. care if it was tied into Mortal Kombat. She looked cool as shit. Yeah, she looked awesome on Monday, just wearing a Lululemon and like like bottoms and a sports top. I was like, she looked fucking awesome. She looks like a fighter. Yeah. And she wrestled. There were matches of Ruby Riot. The first, the one on Raw I liked even more. Yeah. Yeah, someone was like, oh, her, her jump from the top was sloppy. But she was like climbing up Ruby Riot like it was nothing. I love that. She's amazing. Yeah. So now you like her. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you smell what the Rossi is kicking? Yeah, you were right about her. You called Because uh, I had seen her box. She was an animal. I uh-huh. used to watch her all the time, too. But she's really bad at movies. Boxing or MMA, uh, whatever uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. She was like, I mean, the amount of abuse you take doing that stuff yeah. for, uh, I mean, 
women pounding each other. You got to be crazy to say a bad word about Ronda Rousey, in my opinion. Even her, even her sloppy delivery of stuff. It's like the breathing. She's not an actress. Her wrestling is. She's so much better than these women who've been wrestling for ten years. Yeah, I mean, she's an, a mega athlete. She brings so much to the table. I just don't. If you're like, I don't like Ronda. Ah, I get when her music hits. I'm pumped. I just fucking love her. Yeah, there's she's. Yeah, there's something about, I mean, this is like, it's obviously come down to taste, but I'm like, sometimes people, I'm like, are you even watching the same thing I'm watching? She's you know? super strong. Yeah. What are we? Super strong. Yeah. I mean, she looks jacked, but she's also hot. Like, And she's got a beast mode that she goes into when she starts like yeah. slapping her arms oh. and it's like, fuck, you know, time to fuck. It's great. Did you see her shadow boxing when they're, she's like, coming up next, like Rousey versus Ruby Riot. Yeah. And she's shadow boxing the titles hanging like in the rafters and she's going crazy. Yes. Like, uh, like she looked like she was like, uh, like Jim Carrey, like in like, like. Dumb and dumber fighting, but like it was like, but you know, she's a real fighter, so she's shadow boxing like five, like at a speed that is doesn't make any sense. I loved it. Here's the good thing about her yeah, she's she hasn't even evolved yet to what she's going to be. Yeah, she's learning this if she stuff. sticks around. That's the well, thing. Well, that's the thing. They say that she's gonna quit, they keep on saying that. Well, she's I think she's gonna leave that family. Like, I think she does want uh, to, and, and that's totally fine, but I don't think she's gonna go anywhere. She'll probably work a more limited schedule right now. She's working like a Roman Reigns schedule, like you know, right. like a guy who, like someone who's like a champion who is not an outside star. She's doing that to prove herself, but like she doesn't need to prove herself to any of these fucking wrestlers. She is there. Yeah. She is there. Uh, I'm sorry. She is. Part of the reason Becky was so over, uh, 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 she's made the women's division. She's anchored that division. She's mm -hmm. fucking great. And all the stuff that's wrong with her just makes the other wrestlers better. Right. You know, it makes Becky look better. Yeah. If you could capitalize on her weaknesses, you look great. Uh, amazing. We have a, uh, 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 yeah, I'm a big, I think she just, Ronda Rousey, I, I, I couldn't be happier with it. Anyway, I think we pretty much covered everything. Oh, I'm just saying, why didn't Becky get arrested? That's my one thing. They tried to, do you think they're so worried about it being so Austin-y? Or they're, are we in such a PG era where, like, the man is everyone's favorite, they don't want to see her get arrested? Because when she, like, attacked them, she's technically suspended. Right. She came out, hit them with the crutch. And well, didn't was, they put her in cuffs and take her out? No, two development talents, like, Prom walked her out, like oh, you know, okay, like yeah. like walking down the aisle in a wedding when it's like I think that's got, what it uh, is. There's like there's one extra groomsman than bridesmaids. It's like all right, put the bridesmaid in the middle and then we'll and flank her by two fucking bros. Yeah, it was like I think they are. I think that was like we. I think they wanted to get it close enough to being yeah. that without it being that. Do you think she watched Austin footage because she was smiling like Austin did? Yeah, I'm like, sure that was all calculated. Ear to ear, Remember Austin would walk out. God, Stone Cold Steve Austin, coolest man in history. I mean, he'd walk out with his, like, and he'd be wearing the fucking jean shorts, and they'd hold him out. And he'd just be smiling here, looking around with his his shit merch. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like two, two arms with snakes. <laughs> like, by the way, shit merch that I still purchase that I absolutely love. Yeah, the best. Becky is firing on all cylinders. As of right now, the main event of WrestleMania is what match? Oh, it's the it's 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 it, it's the women, right? It's the triple. It's going to be a triple threat. It's the women, right? Yeah, but I'm saying over the Brock Lesnar match. Yes, no question. No question. Yeah, no question. It's, because if they don't, then the Brock. If Brock Lesnar is the main event, it's going to be Becky Chance the entire time. Because Seth Rollins walking out with the title is not as exciting 
as when Becky wins the title, right? Right. right. And why don't Becky come out and then Seth can run out? They can both hold the titles up, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. then it's like now they have so many titles. You're like, what? And plus, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. You know what's so fucking funny is that like if Kofi wins the title, he's got to hold up the hemp belt. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Oh man! I hope they immediately. Although I love that hemp belt, I think they should immediately convert it into like a new day, like rainbow unicorn belt. Oh, absolutely! Go immediately, yeah. and it'll be the be- the cotton candy belt. It's yeah. edible. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Like, who cares if that happens? All right. I just we have, I just want to play. Just we got to go, but I want to play uh, one more or two more cash ins just to give the love to these listeners because some of these I'm I'm curious what they are. This one says Wrangler jeans. All right, let's do it. Hey, what's up, Jabroni? Jack Mills. This is the Carolina Red Singer, nope. Turner Thomas, a.k.a. the Bruiser Bun, Peter Dunn, <laughs> cashing in for my hoagie truck. So if you hear any noise in the background, that's what you're hearing. But I was going to cash in about Bailey a few weeks ago, asking a question. If they would have continued, if they would have let her run heel the night she turned on Sasha, would she be in the same position that Becky Lynch is in right now? Because she got a pretty huge pop when she turned on Sasha. Uh, but I believe I answered my own question after I watched the Elimination Chamber. Uh, no, she would not be on the same level as Becky Lynch. That post-match interview was terrible. Like, she just she was in a history-making moment in the WWE, and she has nothing to say about it. I, I mean, I get it's an emotional moment, but have something prepared. Thank the fans. I've been working for this my whole life. Stuff like that, you know. But she said nothing. Jabron Zone. Cheers up. Wrangler jeans. Yeah, what did I say about Wrangler? Uh, no, what I did, happened? I, did, I didn't there? name that. He did. You're, na- you, you're going to the Jabron zone at, with Sasha and Bailey this week. I, right? I didn't name that. He <laughs> okay. did. All right, take, and he takes no responsibility. <laughs> a double fucking double Jabron right, zone. I named it Wrangler jeans for Thanks no reason. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> you're dismissed. Bye bye. All right, hold on. I press it. What were you saying? Shut your <laughs> <laughs> I made one decibel. Okay, sense. by the way, let's play this one for no reason. Being prepared for a night she'll never forget. <laughs> that one's so good. Uh, all right, anyway, so. Uh, I gotta stop uh, naming these while I'm shopping for Wrangler jeans. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those, yeah, stream of consciousness. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrangler jeans are the jeans a Canadian would wear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Either that or Lee. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, wait, so Turner's, what was Turner's question? He was kind of saying. He was just, he was echoing what Richie was saying. Was that it was just, she said nothing to say. No, no, no. But then he said the thing oh, about would, Becky. Would she, is if, he saying we should have kept Becky heel? No, no, no. He's saying if, he, he answered his own question. He said if, when uh, Bailey turned on, on Sasha, if they had kept her heel, would she be in the same position as Becky? But then he said no, because obviously she's a jabroni on the mic and doesn't oh, have any, yeah, yeah, yeah. any no, charisma no. whatsoever. No, no, she no. has the charisma of a polyp. They, they had to, they had to, whoa, uh, second whoa. time these guys have been related to cancer. This is tough, <laughs> especially when I meet these people. I'm like, yeah, big fan. Pol- <laughs> Absolute big fan. Big is fan. a polyp cancer? It's a growth. It's like it, a fibroid. It, it's, it's, it's similar. Anyway, um, let's get uh, one more cash in. Ready? This one's about the Apollo hey, uh, space Dalmatian. lander. What's going on? This is Brad Mack, the producer, Jabroniak. And uh, quickly, uh, regarding Ricochet's song, you can absolutely play bumpers with that with your Tesla radio nonsense, so give that a shot. What was uh, that? Quick cash-in regarding uh, the format, uh, format of uh, Monday and Tuesday night TV and the format of pay-per-views. Uh, uh, dude, I can't. You know, I can't hear it. Calling from underwater. Yeah. Can you hear that? I couldn't really hear it. Yeah. No, 
It yeah. sounded like he was. Yeah, yeah. You got to go into a quieter area because I, I, I missed a couple of the words already, and there's two more minutes left. Yeah. So you're also over it. But uh, it sounded like you had some, you've cashed in some good shit before. So let's do it. All right. Hey, hold on. Let's get another one. Hey, Town Nation. What's going on? This is Friday Mac, the producer. <laughs> What's the same one? What? <laughs> uh, I guess we have two. All right. I'll let you play this one. Ready? Hey, Town Nation, what's going on? This is Brady Mac, the producer of Javonia, and I've got a cash-in regarding a format, specifically around pay-per-views and Monday Night Television. Uh, regarding pay-per-views, Illumination... All right, this is two of the same... All right, all right, all right. I don't know what... I, listen, I don't know. I don't Re, know. Re-cash-in. I don't know. Cash-in again. Wait, but that's the same cash in, right? Because no, I think it's 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 two different. It's the first one is two points. The second one is the second point. Again. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's one guy who cashes in twice a lot. It might be him. I'm not. Oh sure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, listen. I encourage you to cash in, but let's keep it tight. You, it looks like you have four minutes of cashing in here. Uh, 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 keep two it oceans. Points. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, everybody, that's our show for today. Um, everybody, remember right now, Cal Mania tickets are available. Okay, you can get them right now. Check our Facebook page, uh, Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page, Comedians of Wrestling Podcast Facebook page. It's the Facebook page officially for the podcast. That'll be there in our announcements, the link. Um, uh, it's 4 p.m. Saturday, April 6th, before the ROH show, six blocks away from Madison Square Garden. Uh, Dolph Ziggler confirmed for the show. Um, uh, 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 possibly about... I don't, you know, we'll see if Letterman answers the call. I know my dad's not into that. That's why you flew all the way out here. Yeah. We'll see that. Well, let's not get into that. But also, you get tickets on Improv Asylum's website because the show is at Improv Asylum, which is the former UCB Chelsea space, 26th Street and 8th Avenue. Awesome space. My home space where I learned to do improv, where I cut my teeth in the improv game. Uh, you can go to improvasylum.com check out the, the calendar there for April 6th or you can go to tiny.cc slash cowmania okay tons of places to get those tickets if you want to buy a t-shirt support cow we got tons of awesome t-shirts new t-shirt coming next week designed by Adrian Broniak uh, it's go prowrestlingtees.com slash comedians of wrestling uh, and uh, you can watch my stand-up special about pro wrestling for free if you're a new listener at adultwrestlingfan.com completely for free. Share it. Get it out there. And uh, also, guys, be a proud, loud adult wrestling fan. Hit hashtag adult wrestling fan. I still got two chairs to give away. I oh, mean, wow. I'm looking for big stuff, okay? We had uh, our last chair we gave away was Corey Pendleton, a teacher applying pro wrestling to his classroom, getting amazing results. I'm looking for stuff. Hey, that might be further than it's got to be, but let's uh, show me you want it. Um, and last thing, this, please do this. Rate and subscribe. Give this podcast five stars. This really matters to us, and it takes literally four seconds. Do it right now. Go to your Apple Podcast app. Go to Kyle. Scroll all the way down. You'll just see five stars. Just click on five. Write a little review. Say, this podcast rocks. I love this podcast. This podcast rocks. This podcast rocks. Yes. Not- yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Uh, do that. We have 200 right now. We're looking to get 1,000 by WrestleMania. We have enough listeners where this is completely doable. Give back to this podcast in the smallest way possible, people. Do it. Five stars. Do it. Uh, pick up your mom's phone. Pick up your grandpa's phone. Pick up everybody's phone. Any phone. Go around the office. Uh, uh, say, let's let have one second. Rate and subscribe on their phones. They won't know. Uh, <laughs> is that, am I encouraging theft? 
Okay. Yeah, hey, steal stuff. Absolutely. And everybody, hey, remember, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.